Well, 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 welcome everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Megavision Show. Today is, what day is it? Ah, it's May 29th. May 29th. Thank you very much. It's Saturday, (laughs) May 29th, 2021. The the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is episode 83 of the Megavision show. Wow. Imagine that. 83 episodes. Cool. We've been plowing through them. Uh, this is the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine. I'm your host, Graham Cookson. And joining this week, it's Marcin in the Sky with Diamonds. Hey, Marcin. Oh, hello. I wish I had diamonds. I can't afford diamonds, but <laughs> it's nice of you to say. Indeed. Uh, it's just the two of us this week. Uh, Scotty can't make it. And uh, to be honest, I think I actually forgot to ask anybody else if they could want to join us. But um, yeah, Scotty, uh, are usually We're all cohort. busy. It's Memorial Day weekend. Oh, I in the states. So I don't even know what that means. Uh, do, you, do you go look at statues and stuff? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, let's do that. And yes, we're we're live on Twitch. So hang out as we discuss what we've been up to. Um, and you know, as always, we'll be answering some of your burning questions. We'll have our usual Sega gaming movie banter. Um, and uh, yeah, we have our feature discussion all about the recent Sonic Central live stream where Sega announced. Many, many Sonic-related things, including teasing a brand new game. Ooh. So, yes, uh, come join us, hang out, um, fire off any questions you have in the chat, and we'll get to them as we go for the show. But with that, let's strap in for the ride that is this week's Megavision Show. Yes, we are live on Twitch. So, uh, as always, let's kick off the show with how week's been going. And also, Martin, you said you were going to tell me about Memorial Day. Yes, yeah, so Memorial Day uh, isn't as cheery or as nice as it sounds like. It's actually um, a day dedicated every May to uh, mourning, basically, military personnel, uh, people who died in the line of action, Ah, um, okay. Armed forces, you know, thank you for your service. You know, so like Chris Powell is, uh, who's our managing or editor-in-chief. He's in the military or was. Mm-hmm. Well, he retired last year. Um, but yeah, Memorial Day is essentially a day to observe, you know, the the armed forces. Ah, so, okay, yeah. And it's on Monday. It's on Monday, but people use it, you know, as a three-day weekend. They go on barbecues and, you know, right. whatever else you, you, you do. Okay, so we have something quite do. similar in the UK. I don't know if the whole of Europe um, does it, but we have something called... Something called day? It's called Remembrance Day. Um, oh, Remembrance Day. It's on the 11th, I think it's around the 11th of November. It's on the 11th of November this year, at least. Um, I can never is it remember. about the Blitzkrieg in London, or what is it? Um, so it's... It sort of actually started off the First World War, I believe. Um, and there's a there's a symbol like the poppy symbol, um, which is oh, right. yes. basically to remember fallen soldiers from. It was originally for the First World War because um, I think there's like something because there's lots of poppy fields or something. I think in France was it France where a lot of people died? It might not be in France. I can't remember now. There's, there was some big battles where there's some poppy fields or something, but there's, that became like a symbol of 
and soldiers or something like that. I'm butchering the history here, so maybe Google it later. But we we have like you can buy uh, these little poppies which you can wear as like um, like they're kind of like paper and plastic poppy things that you you wear like you get a pin and you pin it to yourself or you also get these bands now and some other like proper pin badges as well um which basically you buy them and it goes to charity towards um sort of the you know the uh armed forces charities and stuff out there um but yeah that's something we we have it's like way later in the year um and i don't know if the rest of europe does it uh it could just be a united kingdom type thing but. Yeah, when I studied abroad in London in like 2012, it was for the, the fall semester, and I saw people starting to wear poppies, and I wasn't mm. sure what the heck it was all about. <laughs> I yeah. feel like they might have explained it to me, but because uh, I think I had one myself, but okay. I wasn't entirely sure of the of the of the reason. Yeah. Um, and then is there a red nose day, or is that in the United States? I feel like there's something I saw in the UK too, but maybe I'm making we, that up. No, we have Red Nose Day, so yeah, that's um, you honor that, Robin Williams and uh, <laughs> Patch Adams. <laughs> um, that's like another big charity event in the UK. That yeah, literally people will buy these big plastic red noses that they stick on their their nose. And some years the the mascot of the red nose like uh, has like little arms and a face, or, and the actual noses you put on will have arms and faces and stuff. Um, and that all goes towards charity and stuff. And they often, they often have like a live TV event where they have like celebrities, um, like comedians, like special episodes of TV shows and stuff. Um, like, Interesting. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a big thing. And I, do you guys still have comic relief in America? Uh, Ooh, is that supposed to be some kind of uh charity event? Maybe. I think they might have uh Conk Relief 2021. I believe they still have it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cause we, we have something called Comic Relief in the UK as well. I don't know if it's exactly the same thing. Um, but, uh, Red Nose Day always reminds me of, um, Comic Relief. And this is actually tied. Now, now I'm going to have to Google it. I think yeah, now it's tied. Culture. Yeah. Red Nose, Red Nose Day and Comic Relief is tied. Right. In the UK. Okay, good. Right. In the UK. That makes yes. sense. Yeah. But I remember in, the, in an episode of The American Office, there's a bit where they talk about doing something for charity, and Michael Scott, the boss, sort of says that he wants to do it for comic relief, and they go, that doesn't exist anymore. He's like, comedy's still very much alive. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, the charity doesn't exist. So in my head, I always thought that you guys don't have comic relief. You might be thinking of Live Aid 1985 uh, with like Freddie Mercury. And I think they that's where they sang We Are the World and, and all that fun stuff. It right. might have been for AIDS. And it might have been a play on AIDS during the 80s. So uh, maybe that's what they were making fun of. Um, but I, 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 well, I, I well, don't it, remember exactly. In the episode, they definitely, he definitely says comic. He says comic relief is the charity he's going to do it for, and they're like that doesn't exist. And it's like a whole joke. He like, says comedy's still very much alive, and they're like, no, comic relief doesn't exist. Anyway, um, sorry, I watch a lot of The American Office, uh, but it's one of those shows I always go back to. But anyway, that's cool. Um, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of a somber thought sometimes, you know, the loss of so many lives, millions of lives over the years. But um, I guess a lot of people like it for their barbecue days. And, oh, you know, fair enough. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what we we technically we basically do every year is we would gather at, you know, a friend's house or whatever. Yep. Fire up the grill and, you know, have some overcooked chicken and 
burgers. Oh, that sounds <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Um, any silver lining there for that? Yes, yeah, that's a good. That's a good thing. But you guys, yeah, it, booze and booze and burgers. I don't want to go too much like on a tangent, oh, yeah. but yeah, at the yeah. same time, I did want to ask this question because it seems in America you guys have a lot of days as like you're like Flag Day and I don't know President's Day and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, honestly, I think if you, I don't know how many, because ho- I feel like there are some holidays that you guys might have that, that might even out the ma- amount of holidays that we have. But I mean, in terms of like federal ones where people are actually off, it's, it's few and far between. They're, they're like Memorial Day, I guess, is one. And then 4th of July, but that's during the summer. So basically most people have it unless you're working. Um, but Independence Day generally uh people get shorter days but i don't know like the ones that were actually off it it honestly just depends on you know the job um but i guess in holidays memorial president's day independence day christmas uh thanksgiving i guess there's also labor day uh, in september and that's it halloween I mean, I guess in terms of things we observe, I mean, there's there's some there's a holiday for everything. There's a national donut day and, you know, <laughs> pets observance week. You know, yeah. there, there's so many things now. If you go on holidaycalendars.com, you'll see something for every day of the week. But those are like the big seven or eight. OK, but yeah, I, I've actually just to make to it a, brief. I was going to a website that says when are the public holidays in the USA? And there's quite a lot here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there are. Like, but there's only so many that where like people actually legitimately get the day off. Oh, okay, really? So, and sometimes you, it's like you have to be a federal worker. You know, like if you work in retail, you, you can fuck off. Even like in Thanksgiving, they'll make you work. You know, so okay, yeah, fair enough. So you don't USA. You don't get a day off for Nevada Day on October the twenty ninth. No, we don't. Unfortunately, uh, that sounds fun though. Confederate Memorial Day. No, that would <laughs> maybe if you go to Alabama, but not 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 countrywide. No Confederacy no. Day. No, they lost. They can't. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Truman Day. Oh wait, that wait. Just then, I was thinking of the Truman Show. I was like, you have a day about the Truman Show. What? No. Okay, that clearly is not what that's about. <laughs> Everyone just sits down and watches reality TV. Kardashians, baby. Oh God. That that show's ending, isn't it? From what I understand. Thankfully, yeah. I mean, I've never watched it, so I shouldn't really judge it. But I've seen adverts, and that, it looks like the worst. Well, thing you ever. know, it, I mean, I guess you know, it's not. I w- okay, my opinion, not the best use of your time. I feel like you could watch other things that will be more nutritious for your brain, like um, Married at First Sight, Australia, or, now, that's uh, a or Cold Naked, Naked, Cold and Afraid, or something, where they <laughs> release people into the forest naked and have you survive for like really three days. Is that yeah. A thing? Oh yeah, it was, but I don't think it exists oh, anymore. Did, did they show the nudity? Because I feel like America's no, very think, prudish think, with this. Yeah, nudity. I'm pretty sure there's like it's like a giant black bar or something. Oh, okay. Around. Well, there's, there's no fun in that, surely. Like, show, show the news. Yeah, prove Skinamax prove they're, prove they're actually nude. <laughs> uh, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> um, anyway, let's screw it. Yeah, let's move on from the lovely Speaking of running naked in a forest, Sonic yes. the Hedgehog. No, well. no we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> 
So yeah, <laughs> speaking of being naked and afraid, Martin, what have you been up to this week? Uh, uh, me on the toilet this morning. No. Um, <laughs> uh, there were some games that I played this week, I believe. Uh, I, I'm still playing Fuser, so I'm still a wannabe DJ, but I'm super into it. Uh, they released What Is Love from Hathaway as a <gasps> song you can now include in your set list. I do. And I've been including it in like mixes with like Twenty One Pilots and uh, ooh, there's Coldplay in there and and yeah, oh, wow. I've just been like an, an Evanescence. Like it's, you can make some pretty good mixes if you have you know the brain and time for it. Wow. Um, so you can make a set list and compete with people online. So it's pretty cool. It's the people who made uh, Rock Band, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Is that check harmonics? it out. It's actually. Thirty, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's I think thirty dollars now permanently. Wow! But then you also have to buy the the song, so eventually it adds up and then surpasses it as Rock Band did. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. But um, that's cool. And, yeah, I I think it's really fun, um, especially if you have a good sound system and and an ear <laughs> for music. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, I, I, I'm so close to beating Secret of Mana. And I, again, I was playing this because I'm reviewing Legend of Mana on Mega Visions. Uh, the game comes out in June, I think near the end of the month. Um, but I just wanted to get that, you know, refresher of like how the world is and whatnot. Cause I played, you know, the other games before, except I think Trials of Mana, but okay, super close. I'm, I'm like on the last dungeon basically so hopefully i finish that this week and um and then beyond that that i went back into the gym i started doing orange Um, theory for like two weeks and i'm I'm continuing to do so and i feel good what is orange theory orange theory is a fitness chain i believe it's also in the uk but essentially the orange theory is that your heartbeat is between a certain uh number right so they have four different colors they have gray blue green Uh, orange and red and they want you basically to be between orange and red for a certain amount of time and they think after you know your hour workout or whatever you have like an ongoing fat burning process even a day after um if you have a good amount of time uh, on that but i but i do it mainly because it's really good at cardio and they mix it up really well it's in three stages they start you off on the rower put you on the floor you do free weights and then you go on the treadmill and then, you know, you, but they, they change up the workouts every day, but I go for times a week and I've been doing it for two weeks so far wow. and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I just know I grew a gut in the past pandemic. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, get back to what I was. Oh yeah. Prior. I, I definitely need to do something because before the pandemic, I'd actually gone down a, um, a, waist size in like my trousers and my clothes and stuff so i was buying smaller shirts and uh mm-hmm. i bought some new jeans and stuff and basically throughout the pandemic i've mostly been wearing um uh what you got uh sweatpants that's what you call them in america yeah. uh, or in the uk we call them tracksuit bottoms what are you gonna, oh, I was gonna say jumpers <laughs> that's the uh that's the tops uh, like that would oh be, jesus i think you call them sweaters we call them jumpers is that right? Oh, right. Yeah, I think that's what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on the for it's for the top half of your body, right? It's not. It's not. Yeah. The sweatpants are. So that's what we call in the United States. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, well, sweatpants would be your trousers. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I basically or your knickers. 
you're, I'd be wearing knickers or, or uh, <laughs> I, I'd be wearing a, yeah, uh, tracksuit bottoms most, for most of lockdown because, you know, why not? They're comfortable. I can wear them around the house. Um, yeah. Uh, and then when I started to go out again, uh, more recently, I realized that not only can I no longer wear the new clothes I've, I bought, it's actually hard to put on my old clothes that I used to have. So I've kind of, I went down like a size and now I seem to have gone back up two sizes, basically, if that makes sense. So, well, yeah. Yeah. For me, like I, I could still wear them, but I'm like, Ooh, this is a little tighter than I remember. <laughs> so I still try to wear them, but uh, you know. So yeah, there's, there's some trousers that I bought, uh, my jeans and stuff that I literally can't do the top button up anymore. I'm just like, so yeah, I could mm-hmm. totally fit into these before lockdown. And now, and the, the clothes that I used to have a belt on, you know, they used to be, we're kind of fine, but I used to wear a belt just in case. Yeah, they they don't need a belt anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They hold up just fine. Man, so I, yeah, this Orange Theory Fitness is in the UK, by the way. So maybe I'll check them out as well. See if I can. It is. I mean, it's. I think it's a bit on the pricier side, but okay. I, I was trying to, I, I just needed something to get back into it. And it's a classroom setting. Um, they give you a heart rate monitor, so like you can visually see where your heart rate is with those colors that I mentioned. So it's it's kind of a good way to to make sure you're keeping track of, you know, if you're doing a good workout or not. Um, okay. Because some people I, I know can like half-ass it. Like if they're if they do five pound weights uh, on the floor, I know they can do like ten or fifteen. You know, and I and I'm actually trying to push myself. And I want to like if I'm paying that much money, why would I just be half-assing every workout? You know, yeah. I want to see some results but anyway that i guess that's enough fitness talk <laughs> my brother has a podcast that, that he does all about fitness stuff so i'll leave that to him um and then yeah i was doing i was watching uh the nightwish concert uh a little bit yesterday and then this morning because now it's on demand for the first show and then uh they have another show today uh i think my time at 7 p.m for you guys it'd probably be like 2 a.m or something oh, but you damn. can still watch day two the day after um i think yeah. both shows are 48 hours after um they air so Really yeah. good. I mean, it's all green screen, so it's the whole band basically in a green screen, uh, recreating the or recreating. They created this uh, what they want to, uh, what their version of a Nightwish uh, bar is, and Ooh. and they introduced the new bassist or oh, at least yeah. the temporary new bassist. He's from Winter Sun, and that's also the drummer who's from Winter Sun. So they both are now a Nightwish oh, now. Okay. Okay, actually, before before we before you say anything more, let's let's just quickly let tell the people that. So, if you don't know, Martin and I are actually quite big Nightwish fans. Um, oh yeah, I've, I've loved them for years and stuff. And Martin, I'll let you explain. Can you give um, an overview to anyone who doesn't know who or what Nightwish is or are? Well, N- Nightwish is a Finnish symphonic metal band. Uh, they've been around since 1996. Symphonic metal, essentially. Uh, blends music like uh, Metallica, Megadeth, and those kinds of things with uh, an orchestra. They have uh, the the composer and the main songwriter is the piano uh, or the keyboard player. His name is Tuomas, and yeah, they just he creates beautiful music, and he has very talented people uh, who are in his band who help elevate the music, and they write some of the songs. Um, 
Their lead singer, Floor Janssen, is actually my favorite uh, singer they've had. And she's oh. been around actually for 10 years now. Jesus. Jeez, that's a long time years. now. So you're now like, it's a decade. It's like, oh, yeah, you remember Tarion wow. and that? So, yeah, t- Tarja. <laughs> it's been Tarja? 10 years. It's been 10 years. Yeah. And for Tarja, it's been 15 years. You Jeez. Know? Yeah. Time flies, baby. I was so sad when t- I, I called her Tarja, but I, I assume it is actually pronounced like Ty- Tarja or something. Um, yeah. It's yeah. Tarja. Yeah, she you roll the R and it's a, it's like a Y sound. Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, man, yeah, I um, I I was so sad when she left because she blew my mind. Ghost Love Score when I heard her sing it live, um, I didn't, I wasn't there live at the time when she sang it. I heard, I got the DVD of them singing it live. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Uh, but I had seen them with Fleur live as well. Um, the more re- the modern singer, I saw them three years ago, and mm-hmm. she was amazing. But I didn't like the middle singer so much. I felt like she was too. She was a good. She was Pop, a good pop-ish. singer, but she was more poppy. Yeah, um, I felt like she wasn't. Yeah, really... I thought she was. I thought she was good too. But but yeah, I started listening to them around two thousand five. So it was like it or two thousand six. It was like the tail ends. Like they literally just let Taria go, basically. Oh, okay. maybe it was like a month before. So then, like you know, it was dark passion play. So I was used to Annette. But then, yeah, yeah, Floor was basically like a combination of both of them because I feel like Tari was super operatic uh, and then Annette was like very pop rock mm-hmm. kind of. And I, I do like both of them too. That I think they, they're very talented and the albums that they work with is very good. But I think Floor just really goes above and beyond. And I think she knocks Ghost Love Score out of the park completely. Um she, oh, she, haven't seen yeah, her. I haven't seen her perform Go for Love Score. She didn't do that one annoyingly, but I've seen it on YouTube and uh she's really she is really good. I think Taya is always gonna be the one for me though. Like uh she's yeah, and, and we've got Say the Career. Hey, Say the Career. She's uh um on, on That's online. awesome. Like we yeah. we talked about it and she wa and Sailor Corelli is basically say, Yeah, I, I watched Phantom of the Opera cover. Yeah, you're right. That is one of their best songs so, too. So That's good. Really yeah. Good. Um, actually, just very quickly, what song got you into them? Like, what song did you hit? Well, what song did you first hear that you were like, Oh, oh honestly, I, I think this the first band. one. I think the first one I I heard was Nemo. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, one of the biggest ones, I think. Yeah. So the first one I heard was Nemo, and it was actually my friend Arthur who introduced me to the band. I was like in what seventh grade, maybe. So he like showed like YouTube videos of these people. I was like, Oh. This I like I'd never heard symphonic metal before, mm. you know, like I guess we had Evanescence, but I, I, I didn't I didn't put them in that category. Yeah, I felt like they were a little a little different in terms of style. But yeah, like it just really caught my attention. And then I just kept diving deeper in that rabbit hole of like, oh, now I'm going to listen to Epica and I'm going to listen to. I don't know. Well, every everybody else. <laughs> um, so yeah. so yeah, definitely definitely what started me into it. But yeah, I just thought their uh, I thought I think their latest album is fantastic and probably one of their best pieces of work. Okay. Um, I haven't and, actually listened to the full yeah. album because I, I normally buy their albums, but that one I briefly listened to on Spotify, but I don't think I actually listened to the whole thing. She- you need to. I mean, I, the second one is obviously a whole classical piece, so maybe if it's not your forte, I, um, you can at least watch to listen to the first half. I mean, um, yeah, I, I need to actually just sit down and listen to it properly because I, I think just being busy with work and stuff, I, just haven't, I haven't been listening to as much new music as I want to. Um, yeah, but I'll just quickly shout out to Sayla Caridio if, if you're if you're still watching. Um, if you let us know when, how, when you first listened to Nightwish, 
That'd be really good. But um, the first time I heard them was at work. I'd left my MP3 player at home. I think I had an MP3 player at the time. And uh-huh. a friend of mine, he had a, what the frick were they called? A Sony, it was like a Sony, oh, what the, like, was it a mini? No, it wasn't mini discs. Was it a mini disc? They, can you remember those weird little, they were like square like little. PSP? No, you're, you're, oh, no, I, I, I actually oh, don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, no, Sony they were like. MP3. They were, they, so were, these were created before, these were before MP3 players, but they were after, um, Walkmans. And I think they were Walkmans still. No, so no, no, like, no, no, like an iP- no. iP- iPod. No, 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 no. So this used physical media that you stuck in, almost oh. like a cassette, but it's but it's smaller. And it was, it was after CDs were created. It was like a little square thing, which almost kind of had like a CD in it. I'm not sure, but you could edit music. You could edit the playlists and stuff, and like move stuff around. Like, but you had to have like a big machine to do that. But they were like, oh, I'm just, like, what the frick were they called? Um, I feel like it's called a mini disc. I'm sure you. it's called like a mini disc. Hold on, I'm gonna have to Google this now. Uh, it's disc probably a mini player. disc. Mini disc player. Let's just Google that. Yes, it's a mini disc player. Right there, we go. Um, yeah, it's basically Sony's own little extra thing they tried to do before MP3s really took off. And I guess it's, is it HIMD? Maybe MD Walkman. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Like now we're going in the rabbit hole with, yeah, yeah, I just saw a square device and I'm like, oh, how do you fit a disc in there? <laughs> yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's, yeah. About. Anyway, um, she, uh, yeah, so he, um, he lent that to me and he was like, here you go, just listen to this. And I was like, oh, what is this magical device? And I pressed play and he had like <laughs> loads of random stuff and he was really into metal and rock music and I like metal and rock music. I actually love rock music. Um, less, I was less into metal at the time, but, and then suddenly this amazing thing came on and it was Ever Dream. Um, if you if you know that song, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, of course. And Ever Dream just sort of kicked in, and I swear to God, I listened to that song twenty times in a row, and I was like, "Dude, what is this band?" And he he said Nightwish, but I heard Nightwitch, like a <laughs> like Harry Potter witch type thing. I was like, yeah. "Oh, cool! I'll go home and like Google them or whatever." I mean, and it's like, not beyond the realm of I could, possibility. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't find them. I was like, "I don't know what this band is," and stuff. So I had to like ask him like three times. He had to write it down for me and. Uh, but yeah, that oh, was it's actually a night wizard, but it looks like sailor Corellia heard it before I did. Yeah. Uh, 2005 century child. Mm. Yep. Yep. That is, that is a, uh, an album. Yeah. It's the one with ever dream um, on phantom it. cover beauty of the beast. Mm. Uh, yeah, that is century child. Yeah. So good. That's yeah. That as that's like, this is amazing. I got two of their albums, century child and once, which has Nemo on it. And I listened to both those albums like, this is amazing. And since then, they've been my favorite band ever. I love them mm-hmm. so much. Um, I've seen them three or four times now in concert. Yeah. Because I was thinking, the guy at work who introduced me to them, he went to a concert. He sort of said, you should come along as well. And I was like, uh, I didn't really have much money. And I've never really been to live concerts. So I wasn't really into it. And I, I think he was going with mates. And I, I was sort of... I don't know. I knew him as a work friend. I didn't really know him that well. So I was like, yeah. oh, no, it's fine. But I gave him some money to get me a T-shirt. And, and I was sort of like, oh, I'll, I'll try to find someone else to go with. They'll be, they'll be around again. And then I swear to God, like six months later, Taja quit the band. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. And then the next album came out and I listened oh, to it. And I was it. like, oh, I'm not so, such a big fan of this new singer. She's not as good. And so, yeah, but then finally Fleur came around and they came to the UK and I managed to see them once. So I've seen them once. Yes. 
Um, I saw them in the UK. I think that was the first time I've seen them was when I was in London and they were in 2012. Mm. And it was when they literally, when Annette literally just left and then they replaced her with Floor. This was like her, maybe her fourth show. It was at, was it at Shepherd? What is it called? Shepherd's Garden? Shepherd's Bush? No, the O2, Shepherd's Bush, I think. Oh, the the O2, the O2 Arena? It wasn't an arena. It was more of like a club setting. It might have been Shepherd's Uh, Bush. Okay, on a second. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Shepherd's Bush. Okay, because I also saw I also saw Soundgarden that same week. <laughs> was it Shepherd's Bush the, Empire? Or, oh like, yeah, actually I saw Soundgarden Shepherd's Bush Empire, but there was another one. O2 London, I don't know, but but yes, I saw I saw both of them in November, like on my birthday week, and that was amazing. How how big was the O2 experience. one? Uh, it's, it's not, it's not like Wembley. It's, it's, it wasn't, I, I'd say, I don't know. It's, it was like an average arena and probably maybe, uh, or it's like a ballroom almost. I felt like it held maybe <laughs> seven, 8,000 people or, you know, maybe 10,000. I don't know, but it wasn't like Wembley, um, where I also saw a Jesus Christ superstar. <laughs> did, did you, did you have to go into a uh, massive dome? Like was there, was there? Uh, n- like- no. Okay, uh, I'm trying to I think honestly don't was. remember. Okay, never mind. Because you know what the O2 yeah. looks like, don't you? It's like one of the big, the most famous London icon landmarks. Now. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll get back to it, you know, later. But yeah, uh, that that's basically what my <laughs> what my week's been. Um, but but yeah. I'll let you know what it, what it is because I know I recorded it somewhere, and I know I documented the the concert. But cool. yeah, right now awesome. I forgot. Cool. Um, so, what about your week? Well, have you got any pickups this week, or are you pick up? Oh uh, no, that's essentially all I had. Oh, I, I, no pickups. I've just been playing what I picked up a week ago. Uh, I picked up a Jim Habit and Fuser. <laughs> so that, oh, that's wow. basically it. An Infuser. Or uh, Fuser was that that DJ? Oh, game Fuser. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't bring up the game name. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. That's cool. Um, so what have I been doing? So. One one thing I was going to mention, which I'm not sure if I sh- I don't know if, I don't know if this is a popular thing or not, but I watched it hasn't I don't think they got the final season on there, but I watched all of Superstore on Netflix uh, as much as they got on the UK Netflix, which I think is five seasons. Um, I kind of started watching it just because I sometimes when I'm working I put something on in the background. I thought this looks like an easy to watch TV show if it's not very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I love it. Like, I think it's a really good TV show. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's not like I don't think we know about it over here, really, other than it's being on Netflix. Like, I've never seen any adverts for anything. But do you know Superstore? Mm, I've I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. Okay, because I've seen some people online comparing it to The American Office, even though they are actually different shows. Like, it's not a mockumentary. It's not pretending to be a documentary. Anything. It's just like a standard comedy, but it's set inside a retail superstore. Um, which um, I've worked in retail before. So I think that's why I find it so funny because a lot of the comedy is so um, similar, like basically like to real life. Like um, there's just stuff like the way some of the customers react and some of the stupid antics you get up to and conversations you have with your work colleagues. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah, so cool. says It has the same vibe as a workplace comedy and stuff but yeah that's that's i think that's the thing like with the american office i've worked in offices as well and there are characters in the american office who they might be more stereotypical or over elaborated but yeah they totally 
resemble people I know. Like I've worked. Yeah, they just Dwight's dial it before. up to eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've totally worked with Dwight's before to the point that there's a, <laughs> there's a line that Dwight says in the show, which is nearly word for word what a friend of mine said in real life before the American office even existed. And it's something along is the lines... Is this a friend or someone who was a co-worker and you just happened to... Oh, okay. It, it was a co-worker I called a friend. I got him well with him at work. I, like, would, honest, you have, would you grab a beer with him? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I would have done that at the time, but these days, no, I haven't spoken to him for years. Probably like, not. Over 10 years ago now. So, yeah, I don't think I've spoken to him since I left. But um, at, at work, he was a friend I would have considered a friend. But my boss, the boss came in and the boss was a bit of a douche and we were working nights at the time. And like every time he like he'd say hi to everyone, but I'd be like, yeah, hi, how's it going, Bill, and stuff. And then Steve, the the other guy, walked in, and (laughs) he's he got really grumpy at times. He really didn't like Bill, the boss, and (laughs) and Bill sort of went, oh, how's it going, Steve? How you doing? And he just Steve just sort of looked him square in the eye and went. I am better and have always been better than you will ever be. And they just walked off. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Dwight, Dwight says something almost exactly the same, I think, to Jim in one of the episodes. I was like, that is so Steve, man. It's so oh good. But, um, Art yeah. imitates life or the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Superstore. I'm, I'm really digging it. I heard they've done or they're filming the last season though. So. And how many end. seasons are there? So there's five on Netflix in the UK. So I assume there's another one, at least another one. So maybe six or seven. Um, but it's got um, America Ferreira in it, the, who played mm-hmm. Ugly Betty in the, the hit TV show. Yeah, Ugly I know Betty. who that is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and there's a few other actors I recognize, but I don't know their names. Uh, so she's the only one I, I know as a household name, vaguely. Um, but... I, I really like it. Yeah. And there's some characters who I thought were just going to be like side character, like, you know, background characters in the first few episodes, but they, they're regular repeating characters who make the show really good. Like basically the main two people, which is America and uh, uh, this other guy who's quite bland. Um, he's like, the joke is he's kind of bland. <laughs> um, they're the worst characters. Like most shows, the main people are the worst characters. Like in How Met Your Mother, Ted is not the best character. Uh, <laughs> it's the people around them that make the show. Jonah, thank you. That's the name of the character. Jonah is the name of the character. I don't know the actor's name, though. Um, he really likes everything we like. Maybe yeah. Maybe just join our podcast. Maybe, maybe yeah. <laughs> Next time there's only two of us, say the Karelia. Let's try and get you on the show and you can you can join us. We can, we can rap about all this crazy stuff. It's great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it was the O2 Academy in Brixton. That's O2 Academy, shows. right? Okay. Every, it's like a chain. What do they have? Like a chain or something? I There's don't a, even know. Everything's O2. It's O2 Arena, O2 Academy. So fun, fun. Well, okay, let's get into this then. O2 is actually a mobile telecommunications company in the UK, which See, is the that parent. I knew. Yes, that so, I knew. and they are the parent company of the company I work for, GifGaf. Um, oh, but O2 okay. basically bought the the Millennium Dome and turned it to the O2 Arena to host live events and stuff. Um, I see. Okay. And yeah, in the O2 Arena, they've got restaurants and they've got like, a few shops, but it's mostly for, you know, big live events. But then I think they bought some other smaller event venues around London and called them O2 as well. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah, the O2 Academy holds like five thousand people. So it wow. was, it was it's it's still a lot of people. But yeah, I thought they, they had like a dome or something. I don't know, but it, I thought it was really pretty um, in there. But yeah, I mean, in the United States, we have the same thing. We have a T-Mobile Arena, and you uh, know, okay, yeah. 
Smoothie King uh, <laughs> Arena and, you know, shit like that. Everything's sponsored. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Chicago um, has the Allstate Arena. It's an insurance company, yeah. you know? I think I think the O2 Arena, though, that it's not just a sponsorship. I think they actually own the building, like the big dome thing, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And Sadia Korea says she's going to have to start investing in this podcast gear. All you need is a headset, maybe, or a microphone. That's what you need. Just, yeah, basically. Uh, a Blue Yeti mic. <laughs> Oh yeah, get a which is like a hundred and fifteen dollars. <laughs> no, it, it just happens that me, you, and Martin all have the same. Microphone. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't lift mine up because the cable is somehow tight at the moment. Ah, never mind. Mine uh, just has that stand on it. It's, it's really convenient. Yeah, I've got my stand on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get yourself a mic. They're really. I, I love having a mic, uh, especially at work, like talking to people on like Zoom and stuff these days. Everyone's like, great, was so clear because everyone else is like just using the microphone on their freaking webcams and stuff. Um, sorry, that's a rough topic there. That's, uh, that's what are we talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, Superstore. <laughs> tangent, <laughs> tangent. Um, so yeah, I've been watching Superstore. It's, I've finished the episodes that are on Netflix over here, which is sad, but, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get the last season or something. It, it ended on a to be continued sign. So I'm like, Ooh, I think it's probably is going into the last season based on what's happening. Um, but yeah, um, also speaking of, um, work and stuff. And now this is actually, oh, it was a bit controversial, but I, keep my eye out on net on LinkedIn for like any gaming related jobs, like gaming industry related jobs. I've always wanted to work in the gaming industry proper, like not just the journalism side and stuff. Um, oh, sure. And a job came so up. Do I. A job came up at Sony PlayStation in the UK, uh, or just PlayStation, <laughs> should I say. Um, and th- it's for an e-commerce content manager, basically. Uh, what is it? Uh, when they say e-commerce, what, what do they, they mean by that? Exactly? So that means just basically an online store. And I believe it, it relates to like maybe the PlayStation store on like, you know, um, hey, PS5. Yeah, PS4. I would take it. Yeah, well, I've applied for it. And the, th- the funny thing is, though, most roles in the games industry, I've got some of the... The, I've got some of the knowledge and I've got some of the you know, experience, but not necessarily gaming related, but not, mm-hmm. there's very few roles that actually fit my experience. So I'm a content manager by trade. I do lots of content writing, image editing, video editing. Um, right. But this job is literally what I do right now at GifGaf, like everything about it. So like my job right now is an e-com, I'm called a content manager or a UX writer, but I right. mostly cover the phone sales on our website. So we sell mobile phones and stuff. And I literally do um, like the website content for the e-commerce side of our, our website. Um, and I do promotions and stuff around, around our phones and things like that. I do other stuff as well, but basically everything it was saying in, in like this job description is like, that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I do. I was like, Oh my God, this is literally perfect. So hopefully if someone from PlayStation's watching, Talk check out my application. Door, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you literally fit the bill. You, yeah, you was, check all the boxes almost identically. Yeah. I love working at GiftGaf. Don't get me wrong. It's a great, great company. Love it. Love it. They love the people, but it's one of those things that if I see, if I saw, if like, you know, a job at Microsoft or Nintendo or Sony comes up, I'd, I'll be like, yeah, I want to go for that because that's one of those things I always want to do. Or, or Sega. I've tried Sega too many times over the years. They don't want me. Sega <laughs> they rejected you too many times. Yeah. It's like, they, you know what? You don't want me. I don't want yeah. you. Yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> I'll <laughs> yeah. join PlayStation. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, you can't dump me. I'll dump you first. 
That's not. <laughs> so what do you do as a, in terms of UX, like uh, at your current job, what, what part of your job entails UX writing or is that part of the content management stuff? That's kind of part of the content management stuff, but the UX writing stuff. Oh, thanks. So the career, she says, fingers crossed. It would be a great job. Um, yeah. Um, basically the UX side of it is as a content writer working on an online platform, you kind of have to have UX in, in your head when you're doing stuff. So I work with UX designers and stuff. So writing the content for the whole user journey and the user experience, something you really have to think about. So like when they land on the homepage, where am I sending them? Where is the journey going? What are their touch points and entry points? And it's making sure that journey makes sense. Like think going down to things like what the, the, the buttons are they're pressing say, because quite often it used to be like click here or select this or whatever. You're not really meant to do that anymore. You're meant to actually have like um, buy this phone, for example, like actually have more of a, proper direct call to action and that's not just for you know um for like i was about to say for fun that's not just um because it, it makes more sense it's actually also goes down to accessibility as well so people using screen readers for example who maybe have vision impairments the screen reader will read by this phone and like it will tell them it's a button to press so you they'd know to press that button to buy the phone whereas if it's just says click here they might be like what does, what's, what's click here for i don't understand what that's for <laughs> you know um so yeah just there's various things involved in that so it sort of comes hand in hand with the content that i do in general every day which yeah, is, a lot of people don't know how much work goes into that and the thought processes about every tiny thing that yeah. appears on a website you know yeah exactly because but, almost anyone can like write content that can go on a website but Right. There is actually a bit more of a uh, strategy and skill to, you know, doing the UX side of it and actually making sure it is a very good experience. Uh, yeah, I'm, placement I'm not, and wording and all that is, is yeah, important. Exactly, yeah. So, and also just, yeah, we have to have our copy quite short as well. Like, we have to take paragraphs and put them down into like a few words, basically, just to explain stuff because we don't want to take up too much space on the site. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what I do because I, I work at a nonprofit, a legal aid nonprofit, and a lot of our content is written by lawyers. Um, oh, yeah. But our content is directed towards people who, uh, you know, a person who isn't a lawyer and who yeah. might need free legal assistance or help. So I have to like parse it down and write it in plain language. So, totally. you know, this sentence might be explaining something 10 times over, but you got to, you know, shorten it and just get straight to the point because they like to beat around the bush. Yes. Yeah, um, totally. So. Yeah, I know that page. Yeah. Um, but moving on from that, um, I think yeah. I mentioned last week that I picked up Mario Party 8. And oh, yes. It's the first Mario Party game I've ever picked up, but I still hadn't played it Wait, this week. isn't Super Mario Party. This is this is Mario Party 8 for... The Switch? The Switch? Yeah, what, did oh. they have Super Mario Party? I don't have my, I don't have my, my case here. But oh, Mario Party oh. 8. Mario Party 8. Uh, it's, it's Mario Party game. 8 came out on the Wii... And there's a, there's a game on, on the Nintendo Switch called Super Mario Party. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Super Mario Party. Maybe you're thinking of, maybe you're thinking of Super 8. Mario Party. Wait, I thought it was called Super Mario Party 8. Am I, not, am I wrong? Mario Party 8 came out in 2007, unless you're talking about Mario oh. Kart. No, I'm talking about... <laughs> okay, I am talking about Super Mario Party, or Mario Party, 
yes. I had it. I must have got the Mario Kart Eight mixed up in my head. You just, you mixed up the two. They have Mario Kart Eight, <laughs> but then they also have Super Mario Party, and then you combine the two for Super Mario Party. <laughs> right. Anyway, so I've got Super Mario Party on the yes. Nintendo Switch. It's the first Mario Party game I've ever picked up, and uh, I finally played it. Wee. Um, what did you think? Yeah, because it was in the plastic or something still for a while. Yeah, so, I yeah, you said, right? yeah, I didn't get. I wanted to play it online with um, my partner's sisters in Australia, and yeah, we had a chance. And we want we basically we all wanted to experience it together. So none of us played it until that was, that was like a couple of months ago. Now I think we bought it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, finally got to play it, and it's really good fun. But I'll tell you one thing: the menu system at the start of the game is ridiculous. Like I wish they just had like a normal menu system that goes like online play, for example, like you know, offline play, online play, or whatever. Um, but it doesn't do that. You have to go into the game, then you have to like, I think you, oh no, at the start of the game you get to say how many switches are playing. So that confuses at first. We're like two yeah, switches, um, with four <laughs> players, and uh, it's like not in that. your living room. But yeah, I think it's two switches in your living room. Yes, we didn't realize that that was the local, <laughs> even though the, the writing does sort of say local play. Right. The way they had the symbols for like Wi-Fi next to them, we were like, oh, so that's really online play. Like, let's do that. And that didn't work. Then we had to go into the game. No, sync one switch. I think I went to one switch, one player or something, went into the game, had to go through all these cutscenes and like other things where they're telling you how to play the game. And right. then, then you've got these different, you walk, you have got like one of those, interactive in-game style menu systems where you literally have Mario and you walk up to the different things, like these massive TV mm-hmm. screens. And there's one area called like, oh God, what's it called? Like online Mario-thon or something like that. I can't remember the actual words they use, but I was like, oh, this is it. Since it mentions online play, like play mm-hmm. up to five mini games with four people around the world. And then you can choose worldwide play or friends play. So I was like, okay, friends play. So we tried to do that and that wasn't working. Like what? What do we do? And then we had to Google it because there's no manual in Switch games these days. Like it's just no. the game and like the, the packaging and the they card tell you inside. what to do in the game. Um, <laughs> but this didn't explain to do properly, and we had to like Google it. And it's like you got to update the latest version. We've done that already. That's already updated. And then it's basically like then you got to go to the single player game, like the the game board mode. Start that, and then invite your friends in. Basically, like there's an option once you get to there. But I was just like. If it was just a normal menu system, like Mario, Mario Kart's got a really easy way to do it. Like I was like, why can't it just be that? God damn it, Nintendo! Why is Nintendo Actually, everything played, that more difficult? I haven't played the online version because they released the online version like what is it, one or two years? No, I think it came out in twenty. Did it come out in twenty twenty? I think it did. They released it a year later. The online functionality. So I haven't touched it since they did the update. It's actually. So like I don't two, know what the online looks so, like at all. According to Wikipedia, the game came out in 2018, October 2018. There you go. And Probably right. So three years later. The on yeah the online play came out like yeah like three years later, two and a half years mm-hmm. later or something. So yeah, it's a which bit- I don't understand, but okay. I mean that's good, but I feel like most people probably stopped playing it. You know, a big chunk anyway. Yeah. Um, that that was that was the thing because I nearly bought it, but then I realized when I read about the online because I think they had online play, but it was really basic. Like you. You could only play with like a few a handful of mini games, and it wasn't the full board game. I was like, "Oh, that doesn't sound that good." Like, so yeah, I didn't buy it. And then when they finally released it, I was like, "I'm getting this now," and that's why I got it. So, 
Um, but yeah, it's a good game. Well, it, uh, yeah, in terms of mini games, anything that sticks out in your mind, or does it all kind of? There's quite in? that's actually quite good fun. All of them I enjoyed playing. There's one which you're like flying a kind of plane thing through like a a tunnel, and you got to avoid these sort of spiky bomb things. And mm-hmm. if you hit, I think you get up to three hit, three or four hits, and then if you your play, if you hit too many times, your plane goes down. It's basically the last person standing going through this thing, but you kind of like hold your controller like this and sort of. You still yeah. have to move it like that, which is cool. There's one where one person is riding a giant bomb. No, not bomb. What's it called? The chain chomp. Riding a giant mm-hmm. chain chomp in an arena, and basically they sort of ang- angle where the chain chomp is going to go, and the chain chomp will charge. Um, and they've got almost no control over it. They can just about control it, but the other people have to like run around and avoid it. And that was really fun. <laughs> um, what was the other one? And that one other one I really enjoyed was you're all in a big fountain thing with what water all around you and you've got these little um sort of super soaker things where you like shoot each other trying to shoot each other out of the little water arena place basically and and if you run out of water you have to like fit up by like shake your controller like that um that, that those were that fun. one those were ones. that one and then there was the other one that uh every one uh three people are a vacuum so they have three different houses yes. and there's the other one who has one giant Back yes. in hose. Yeah, that's I, I, I like that one. And then the other, this other one was super simple, but it's like you have the candy jar and you have to like shake out the candies from oh, the thing. So you have to one. tilt it properly. Like it's super simple, but I just, I don't know. I, I got a kick out of it. And I think there's one where you have to evenly uh, uh, grill this Kobe beef on your on <laughs> okay. pan. So you got to flip, you got to actually flip the thing and you got to, you know, get all four sides or six sides or whatever it is. So yeah, that's super quick, simple, but yeah, really fun, especially with people. Yeah. And the fun thing was that like (laughs) one one of Kate's sisters was like kept trying to get the stars and we kept basically getting those special golden warp pipes, which would warp us basically they just next take to you the stars. Like, you yeah. And she, yeah. So it's like <laughs> the first one I did it and she's like, I was going to get it on my next turn. Like, sorry. And then, then she's was like, she, okay. Was next, she like right, right there? She was re- She was like a few steps away. And then on another turn, she was literally the square away from the star. Oh, and then Kate got one of those golden pipes and sort of just walked next to it and got it. And she was like, I was literally there. That's also the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I got, I got three stars at the end and, um, one of, one of Kate's sisters didn't get any stars, but then at the very, very end, they have, um, like they like give awards out, like if star they have awards stars, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and other she, people catch up, yeah. So yeah, basically, only came down to Kate and I, and I got one coin more than her for the whole thing. Um, so, but because the coins, basically, if if you've got stars, are the things that help you win. But if you've got more coins, you win. Basically, if that makes sense. So yeah, if mm-hmm. no one's got any stars, it's the most coins. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I won my one coin, but it was really, I, I had a blast actually played for like an hour or so and it was a, it was a good fun time. So I want to play more of that. That's for sure. Um, we maybe, should play online then. Cause now yeah. you have it. I have it. Why not? Let's we do can it. play online. Let's, let's, we can stream it one night if you like. Let's yeah, let's do a stream. Yeah, let's do this. I'm Party that. party. Cool. Um, and anything else? Uh, no, nothing, nothing more this week from me, I think. Um, but we um, covered a, a good, good amount. Yeah, good chunk. We did say last week that I was going to show off some stuff in my parents' house, which I'd left there right. before. 
but I haven't had a chance to go back to recording a day earlier. Um, and Scotty's not here. So I think hopefully next week. You can save it for the next one. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully next week I'll, I'll get some, pick up the stuff and maybe Scotty and I will both be showing off some fun stuff from my old gaming history past stuff. And hopefully you'll see some stuff on my wall. Cause I mentioned that something's going to go over that, that blue space. Um, which I had to <laughs> call forget out, about that. I had to call out my mum because some stuff I was going to throw away. And when I realized I'd left it there, I basically called her up and was like, where's that thing that I left behind? And she was like, oh, they're in the bin. I was like, oh my God, take them out of the bin. And then she went to look at it. And she, but the, the thing that I wanted wasn't in the bin. I'd left it in like one of the rooms upstairs. And it basically, it was a bit confusing. I was like, just, just keep everything. <laughs> just don't throw anything away. Was this the same bin where they like put like food part part particles oh, and no, things so like that in there? It was, it was a recycling bin, thankfully. Oh, recycling bin. Okay. So there was no food stuff in that one. For, yeah, that was, <laughs> <laughs> there was like a tense like, Sorry, we already have tikka masala all over your pot. Oh, man. So good. So good. So cool. Yeah, I guess that ends our, our week this week. So we are going to go. We don't have any feedback for the mail sec, actually, do we, this week? We've got some, we've got some, we've got some stuff. It's going to go into our, feature topic so we'll yeah, cover we that in a question but we don't have uh, yeah oh actually yeah so we do that should we do what do i do you think that relates i feel like that relates to our feature topic i feel like it relates to our yes conversation. yeah okay that goes to our feature topic so yeah um do we need a break marcin are you good i do i've been drinking oh, rain total body fuel get now they oh can send God. me uh <laughs> <laughs> they can send me a, a package because i just sponsored them on twitch yeah do uh it. do it so yeah i my kidneys are knocking okay fair i think it's the bladder cool so we are going to take a very brief break just a quick i'm gonna grab i might top up my water or something super um, brief like 30 seconds it's not gonna be that much yeah let's uh, i'm gonna say two minutes i don't wash two my minutes. hands <laughs> Whatever you do. Um, <laughs> um, All right. Oh, like a appa- minute or 30. Apparently the orange cream one is delicious of that stuff. Oh, um, orange dreamsicle. I have that in my fridge. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this this energy drink brand before. I've been <clears> in the UK. It's right next to Bang and Monster Energy Drinks. Ah, Monster. But, yeah. That's what I know. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. right. We will be right back. So if anyone in the chat has any uh, questions or feedback around the Sonic Central announcements that happened the other day um drop them in the chat but we're going to be discussing them as well so you might have some questions later on so drop them in the chat when you get to them but we will be right back in just a couple of minutes so stay tuned Hey, hey, thanks everyone for waiting around. Uh, yeah, we're moving on to our main feature discussion this week, which is all around um, Sega's uh, Sonic Central um, event that they had uh, just, was it Thursday, Friday, Thursday? We'll say th- Thursday. It was yeah. Thursday because I remember I, w- I had a Salesforce training at the same time it happened. Uh, um, so I was doing dual duty. Yep. Um, <laughs> And I was still working at the time, so I didn't get to watch it live myself, but I watched it soon after it, it aired, basically. Um, but yeah, it happened on uh, May 27th. Uh, so yeah, that was Thursday. And yeah, so if you don't know about it, it was um, a big sort of live uh, Sonic event, Sonic-focused event by Sega, um, sort of celebrating Sonic's 30th anniversary. And they went through a lot of stuff. I mean, the... So the actual I live, think, I think they fit quite a bit in fifteen minutes. Yeah, honestly, the, the funny thing is that the live stream was the stream was live for like over two hours, 
but most of that was just like waiting screen and then a countdown <laughs> screen and then more waiting. Um, and I think there was a glitch as well. I think I started playing some stuff and then I had to stop and go back and like, um, like they restarted the whole thing. Cause I remember seeing the guy jump, uh, pop up and sort of start talking. And then it was like, oh. after a few minutes, it sort of stopped. And it starts the whole thing again. Someone's oh. finger must have slipped. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like what I do most weeks on this show, to be honest. Like, I, I click the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck, we're live. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Run but, with it. Uh, yeah, they, they did a lot of stuff. They went through it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, actually, let's, uh, let's bring up the, the little, while, while we discuss this, let's have it in the background. So, the stream. So yes, this is this is the stream that they had, and I will go through some of the stuff they they covered. Um, so yeah, you'll see some of this stuff pop up after I sort of talk about it. But yeah, they one of the things they started talking about um, was they are going to have a virtual symphony, um, which is going to mm-hmm. happen on the twenty third of June, twenty twenty one. And uh, so what that is is going to be music from the Sonic the Hedgehog games and universe um, with a live symphony symphony orchestra playing um but also it's going to feature crush 40 uh and i'm going to butcher this name i apologize tomoyo ohatani ohatani oh god yeah close that enough one. that'll do uh, you say you say it Martin. what's the what's the name what am i saying what am i saying oh no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try myself um but yes they will be featured there <laughs> yeah um so that's gonna be quite exciting oh that's a free event by the way so um 23rd of june free virtual event so you uh open to everyone basically so go along listen to some lovely music and i think we can all agree so even though sonic the hedgehog games have you know been polarizing and some of them haven't been as good as the old ones they've all had really good music i think that's one of those things about sonic that's always managed to stay yeah. pretty strong the music's always been fantastic honestly um, if you've been around for 30 years you're not gonna hit it out of the park every time so hmm. It's, true. It's, it's natural. Very true. Um, but, uh, yeah, then they also mentioned how, um, the next, um, Olympics game, Olympic video, blah, Olympics video game that Sega's releasing, which is the Tokyo 2020 Olympics game, will actually feature Sonic as a downloadable character. Um, I think it's interesting. They still call it Tokyo 2020 Olympics, even though now it's taking place in 2021. But I yeah. guess. You know, it it costs a lot of money to replace the zero with a one if you already have marketing material yeah, out. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because I, I think in theory Sega could change that in their game, but the actual Olympics themselves are still. I think the Olympics 20, are still doing twenty twenty. Yes, right? they are. That's I think that's the thing. So it'd be confusing if Sega called it twenty twenty one and the Olympics. So officially, it is actually known as Tokyo twenty twenty. Um, right. Yeah, because that that would cost literally millions to them to change all that and everything. But yeah, you could see some of the uh, action there live on the screen. Sonic. It's it's weird though. It's like. It's actually, not Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a guy in a Sonic the Hedgehog mascot. Yes, which is outfit. But it looks like I he think does hilarious. Yeah, it's such hilarious. a. He is running really fast though. He does like uh, some of the, like you saw it, like the fire coming out of the back there. Yeah, who's stuff. under that suit? Who's seeing bold? What the hell is going on? <laughs> that would be great if at the end of, at the end of each race he just takes it off. It is you say bold? <laughs> just takes it. It's someone different every time. It's like whoever's the best person in that particular sport. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And this is another fun thing. Some more mascot action in a way. Uh, Two Point Hospital is going to get a Sonic Pack DLC, which means. The doctors, you said the doctors you control and sort of play as, well, it didn't play as them in Two Point Hospital, but yeah, the doctors um, get to dress up as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and I think Amy as well. There's uh, the outfits you can 
to get. Freak out your patients by dressing yeah. up as giant furry creatures. <laughs> I love uh, it. Um, I'll go to the psychiatrist ward and, and tell us your problems while I'm in this Sonic costume. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you like Sonic the Fighters? Because now you can play it in uh, Lost Judgment, or you will be able to. Is it actually coming it out? Be. I can't remember if it's coming out now. In it's September. September, thank in you. September. Cool. So, yeah, Sonic the Fighters is one of those pretty, actually, a pretty solid fighting game. Um, it's, it's a bit mental at times, but yeah, it's, it's a good fighting game. And we play it in the first night throw down quite a lot, uh, on streams and the team does anyway. Um, so yeah, that's, that's some like fun stuff that's coming to a few games. And, um, one of the next big things, um, oh, so Sony Korea says, I'm uh, kind of excited about this one. Two point hospital is pretty fun. And the idea of patients waking up to Sonic kills me. Yeah, I've only played Two Point Hospital a little bit, but I do really enjoy it. I love those, like the old, like Theme Hospital back in the day and Theme Park, which is kind of that's the ones I first played, and I really enjoyed that. And they basically it's it's this I think it's the same voice actress who does the the. in Two Point Hospital, the 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 voice out of the speakerphone who who gives like those funny you know comments like oh please no littering and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think it's the same voice it, actress. It might be. I don't. I actually don't know. Um, I don't know if it's if it, it isn't. It's identical. It's like completely identical. So yeah. that was a nice touch. That is. And what we're looking at right now is uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which has been announced for the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, mm-hmm. Although not PS5, it says at the end, which is a bit of a curiosity. I, I would have assumed it would just be on PS5 naturally, but it doesn't actually I mean, I guess you could just play the PS4 version on PS5. But so. that's what you'd be doing on the Xbox One and the Series... But it's got like Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One logos. Well, so you got PS4. I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, they, they ran out of space. I don't know. Yeah. And it also looks like I think it's on the Epic Game Store as well, so it's available on PC. Um, but uh-huh. that's, that's cool because that game has not been released since the Nintendo, the original Wii. Um, yeah. and so I think a lot of people haven't played it before, which, and it's one of the better. I'm one of them. Games. I have not played Sonic Colors. Ooh. So I, we can go on Sonic Colors in a little bit. We'll talk more about that in a minute, actually. But right now we've got Roger Craig Smith, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, who quit being so- the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. And is actually six months for six months. Yeah. He's now back. He is still Sonic the Hedgehog six months later, yes. <laughs> which is cool. I guess maybe I they don't understand. They, they really wanted him back or something. I don't know. But like, uh, I don't, I didn't understand why they made that announcement. It's like, Oh no, I'm leaving. But now I guess like something happened between January and May where he's basically back voicing Sonic in the games, not necessarily the shows, okay. but then they announced a animated short, which is, I guess, kind of like a show, right? And he's yeah. voicing those. So I'm, I'm kind of confused, but I guess it's a different Sonic voice actor in Sonic prime. Yeah, I guess um, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that, that's what he was just talking about just there. This, this, uh, this new show, Sonic colors rise of the wisps. It's actually a two part, like short animated show. Um, that he sort of met, he sort of announced that it's actually there's going to be a series of short form animated shows by Sega, and this is one of them. So it's two parts little adventure where Sonic teams summer. up with the Jade Ghost Wisp to free captured wisps from Robotnik. So that could mm-hmm. be fun. Um, yeah, um, I'm interested. In that. that looks quite fun. And yes, and this is Sonic Origins. So this was speculated a little bit ago that the Sega was going to release a compilation pack of Sonic games because it's Mm -hmm. the 30th anniversary. I think some people were hoping for the 3d games, you know, um, but Sonic R I thought was going to be in there, but Uh, it looks like it's one, two, three knuckles and uh, Sonic CD. 
CD. Yeah, which so this which is cool because Sonic CD hasn't really seen as much release as um, some of these other games. Um, I mean, one and two has been on everything. Yeah, since one and two's been like on the toaster basically. Um, <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles not so much because there's some platforms where they didn't release the add Knuckles add-on, which is really annoying. Um, Sonic CD's only been on a, I think a handful of systems, so it's cool to see that. One thing I'm surprised about and annoyed about. No 3D Sonic 3D, which you know, on the which was on the the Mega Drive or Genesis and the Saturn. 3D Blast. Um, yeah, so Sonic 3D Blast or Sonic 3D. I think it's I think it's called Sonic 3D on the Mega Drive, and then Sonic 3D mm. Blast on the Saturn. But I think it's a good game. I actually enjoy that game. It's very different to the other ones, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, just just keep keeping up with the uh, stream a little bit. Um, so they just, they just showed that Sonic Mania and Sonic Team Racing are now available on Amazon Luna. Um, and from June the 1st, Sonic Forces, Team Sonic Racing, and Sonic Mania are coming to PS now. Um, and then for mobile gaming, Sonic Dash is going to have a pirate theme added to it. Um, Sonic Forces Mobile is going to get Super Sonic as an add-on, and there's going to be like this party match as well that's coming. Um mm-hmm. And uh, what we're looking at right now is Sonic Forces and Sonic Dash are going to feature Sonic the Werehog in October. So a bit of a Halloween spoopy <laughs> kind of thing going on there. And um, now, interestingly, I kind of want to play this game, but this is Sonic Racing on Apple Arcade. Um, but they're going to feature some of their classic characters and the classic zones from the games. So we've got like Green Hill Zone and it looks like it's going to have the, oh, the original classic yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog model um, and some other stuff um yeah and then right now they move on to sonic prime um so this is joe kelly um who is uh, one of the work the people working on sonic prime which is mm-hmm. the netflix animated series um which for some reason back in my head i thought it was actually on amazon prime um but just before the show you were like no, it's because it has prime in the yeah. name <laughs> but genuinely I, th- I thought i thought they i don't know why i thought they'd named it prime because it was going to be on amazon like, i remember I making an amazon joke when they announced it yeah it just kind of maybe that's just yeah that's got stuck in my head i'm like oh it's got on amazon prime anyway um the cool thing is they're gonna have 24 episodes and it's all mentioned something about being in the shadow verse um i don't know I, I don't know what that is. Is that in the comic books, the Shadowverse? I've I'm, never, I'm not well versed in the comic books. No, neither am I. I've it never very well read be. them properly. But um, yeah, Dimension. Maybe it's like Sonic cool. Underground, where they had the three hedgehogs in the band. <laughs> Did you see that show before? I've seen the the opening sequence. I've never even seen that show. <laughs> yeah, I um, did. <laughs> but. Um, but this is so Sonic Prime is coming out in 2022. Uh, that's worldwide release on Netflix. Um, the cool thing about this is the people behind it, um, they actually talk about it in the announcement. Uh, they've worked on like shows like Ben 10. They've worked on Big Hero 6 for Disney and stuff. So they've got some quite heavy hitters in there, in there working on it. So it could, it could be pretty decent things. Big Hero 6 is a great movie. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Ben 10 was received very well too. So that's, yes. they got some, uh, good uh experience under their belt so i'm definitely looking forward to to that yeah and then um this they are now talking about lots of merchandise um so there's various like toys and fun things like these shiny jangly (laughs) uh yeah sonic pimp chains yeah this dark (laughs) horse comic book thing looks really cool i'm not gonna lie yeah um yeah and these are all going to be available on the sonic Sonic 30th anniversary website. Um, so you can check that out and that will, 
um yeah there we go sonic 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 30th anniversary website so you can uh check out some of the merchandise they got there buy it and stuff which is cool and then finally the final bit of it um oh actually say korea says part of me wants that knuckles chain just to say i so do i doesn't that look cool (laughs) i think that looks legit you talked uh, about diamonds at the beginning. This is the next best thing. This is this is, this is your diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> it's knuckles bling. Uh, so yeah, the, the finale for the the whole event uh, was this bit. So we should, we should let's, let's let's be quiet. Actually, let's put this turn the music on. So hope you can hear the music. I got to unmute the Twitch, but let me see. Cool. So yeah, that that's was, it. Yeah, that was it. So yeah, that was the teaser trailer for the new upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog game, like a new Sonic the Hedgehog IP, basically. Um, which actually was kind of been leaked or announced, semi-announced that it's actually going to be a game called uh, Sonic. I just oh Sonic Rangers. That was it. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, it could change it between now and then because I don't think they officially announced it. But they said, I guess it was some kind of mistake uh old mm. uh messaging that was released um but then uh in the uh re- other reports uh stated that this same kind of messaging was um also in europe and in other outlets as well so i mean yeah. they published it everywhere um whether they knew it or not uh so it looked like it was supposed to be sonic rangers for now at least i mean i guess we'll see if they actually change the name yeah to, you know sonic 2022 or something i don't know well there was a thing that um Eurogame actually got a press release from sega which actually says so the press release was for the sonic central event to sort of revealing talking about the sonic central event before the event happened and the the press release that Eurogamer got actually said announcing new console experiences sonic colors ultimate and Sonic Rangers, mm-hmm. further details on Netflix, Sonic's Prime, mobile news, music events, and much more. So they actually mentioned Sonic Rangers in the press release they sent out, which has since been taken down, apparently. Um, Someone's but, getting fired. Yeah, so that, that one's, uh, <laughs> yeah. But unless, unless you, could, you could be right, though, that could still just be an internal name used um, that they've been using internally. Like, oh, that's sort of got, got that update on Sonic Rangers and stuff, like internally. But maybe right. that's not going to be the release name. But there's a chance it could be. There's a very good chance it could be. Um, and the other interesting thing about this new Sonic game is that... Um, so this was reported on Nintendo Life. Um, but it could be an open-world adventure game. Um, so the, the fun... Sonic co- Adventure <laughs> 3? <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. Um, but... Basically, one one of one of the slightly interesting things is so I stream. I do a stream for Mega Visions on Friday night, and I did one yesterday. Uh, playing Pants Dragoon Saga at the moment. Some of the third people jumped jumped in the chat. Um, they were talking about we were talking about this the announcements and stuff. And I can't. I apologies. I've forgotten who actually said it, but someone was saying how there was someone online. I think on Twitter who claims to have worked 
as a beta tester for the new Sonic game. And he, mm-hmm. he or she, I believe it's a he though. Same um, day. Um, they, neutral. Well, the he- yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they said, um, uh, hey, Red Jaguar. Hey, um, they, they said that this person had said that it is going to be an open world game. They confirmed it was Sonic, called Sonic Rangers. And the way they described it though was it was going to be a big open hub world. Like a really big open hub world where you get to run around and you get to do like puzzles and sort of side missions in this hub world and find so station the, square. Oh, so like kind of station adventure. Yeah, that kind of thing. But then yeah, you go to you go to like portals almost or something like that, um, to an effect. Then you get into going to a level when it will be a bit more like, you know, Sonic Generations or Sonic Colors, those sort of three D and two D style levels basically. Which yeah. um which I, I'm not against. I mean, that does sound very much. I'm like not this. against either. That sounds like a Sonic Adventure three kind of DD to me. And if it does, yeah, I'm, that's what it I'm look, for. It, it is like want. Station Square because like there's your hub, and then yeah. you have you know you have the Emerald Hill or whatever. I forget all the names, but you have <laughs> you know you have the casino. Yeah. Uh, you know you, you uh, Twilight Park or Twinkle Park or whatever Twink yeah. Park. I forgot what uh, it's Emerald called. Emerald Coast and stuff. You got yeah, you got, and then you and then you have the uh, the the forest, the ruins area, mm-hmm. and then also is like a hub where you can go to yeah. you know all those levels too. Yeah. So and that sounds like a Sonic adventure. To yeah, me, if and that's it, what they're saying. And if you remember in Sonic Adventure, they in the hub world you did have puzzles to do to sometimes unlock some of the new areas and stuff. Like you had right, to exactly. So yeah, I'm up for this because that's the thing I didn't I like about great. Sonic. I didn't like Sonic Adventure Two as much because it didn't have the hub world. I missed the it's hub just world. Just like level, level, level. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of that to be honest. Um, so yeah, I'd be very interested to see what this is. If the hub, it'd be cool if the hub world is a massive open space. You know, like running around really fast, getting a speed up. That'd be really cool. But um, I guess time will tell. But that should be like Yakuza, like having baseball, play baseball and go to a hostess <laughs> club. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, actually. Uh, uh, go, if you get injured, you can go to Two Point Hospital. Have, get, have you Sonic. Go, you can like cross promotion. <laughs> have Sonic get treated by someone in like an Amy in costume or costume. something or a Sonic costume. <laughs> there oh, we go. Dr. Sonic is in the house. <laughs> We're giving these away for free. <laughs> Man, that would be so good. I'd love that. Um, yeah. And then, and then someone, so, like Usain Bolt from uh, Tokyo 2020 comes running on in his Sonic costume. And- yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, we've done this Sega. Sega, we've we sorted this out. Get Sega on the line. What's their yeah. phone number? <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So, like, talking about um, all, all the stuff that was announced, let's, 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 let's get down to it. So, what's... Um, I guess, okay, what do you make of it? What What are the things that you're really excited about? Um, or should we just go through each one step by step? Do you want to start? Um, yeah. Do you want to well, start? I mean, we could pick the ones. I mean, the I'll pick the ones that I'm excited okay. for. So uh, the two-point hospital thing I think is great because I still do play it. So having this other wrinkle in, in the game is always fun to, you know, keep keep getting new things in there. Um Lost Judgment. I, I'm I'm on Yakuza Five, so I'm I'm kind of in this process where I'm trying to play through the whole series, and then I was going to go to Judgment. So you know, it's it's a nice additional thing to see it, when I eventually play Lost Judgment uh, that Sonic the Fighters is in there. So that's cool. Also for me personally, Sonic Colors I've never played before because during that generation when it was the Wii, PS3, and Xbox 360, all I had was an Xbox 360. So I did not have an opportunity to play 
um, like those Wii exclusive games. I think it was Seven Rings, Black Knight, uh, the uh, uh, was it the Werewolf One Unleashed or something like that? Yes, and Colors. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, Sonic Colors apparently out of the, that crop was the most well received. And now I get to play it on modern consoles, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that because uh, I the after like after the Xbox 360 and stuff, I played Sonic Lost World on the Wii U, so I basically had this gap between Sonic 06 and then Sonic Lost World, so I didn't play those middle games. Um, yeah, and yeah, just super excited for those. Uh, and then of course the the Origins collection. I mean, I've played all all the ones that they have in that collection multiple times, so. Um, I'm not a fan, but if it can expose more people to, to, you know, the games that made the franchise as it is more power to them. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, and, I think yeah. from the list, the things I'm interested in are actually the virtual symphony. I think that's a very cool idea because I've heard some of the sonic music played by orchestras before. Like oh, there's actually, there's like, um, stuff on Spotify and stuff that like you can, you can actually find, um, uh, what's it called? Like a mix of the sonic tunes like played by an orchestra which is really cool so right. I, i'm really up for listening to a whole virtual symphony because i think when you do a symphony properly is it like a big event like they actually almost take you through a journey and if they can do that and i love crush 40 like I've, I've actually seen crush 40 play live a couple of times at summer of sonic um big fan of them uh, i've got i've got at least one of their albums um i don't know tomoya hotani i think i'm pronouncing that correctly i don't really know them so much but you know I'm, I'm sure i've actually heard their music um if, if it's based on sonic um so i'm interested in that it's a free event so i'm pretty i'm pretty psyched for that actually um, yeah i have to admit i am loving the idea of all the different uh, mascot type things in the the olympics and the two-point hospital games i think that's um that's a really cool idea from sega actually it's um, unique i think yeah, it's, it's definitely fun and uh yeah then i think i think it's actually gonna have to be um you know, uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate is my next, the next thing. Um, because yeah, as you say that, so I've played Sonic Colors. I, I own it on the Wii and that is one of my favorite 3D Sonic games out there. The thing that I like about it is that while it sort of keeps, it's kind of the similar gameplay style, I guess, to, you know, Sonic Unleashed and uh, even Sonic Forces and the, and, um, I'll say Sonic Generations, you know, with this, that style of 3D, the 3D sort of, running from behind going really fast but also the 2d mm-hmm. segments the thing that i like about it is that um the way the levels have been designed especially some of the 2d levels they're designed that you're meant to go back to them later in the game because you get the, the wisp powers that then grant you abilities to do different things and some levels basically you have to unlock unlock the wisp powers as you go through the game so some levels at the start of the game, you see these blocks and stuff to be able to use Wisp powers, but you can't use them. So the idea is that when you go back, you unlock a whole new areas of the levels and stuff, which I think is a really cool idea. It's not the first mm-hmm. game that's ever done that. You know, there's plenty right. of other games out there. I think Mario, Super Mario World did that and stuff as well. Like you could go back mm-hmm. to some of the levels. and But for me, for a Sonic game, that felt very different. Um, and I really enjoyed it where I feel like more of the modern ones don't really do that so much. Um, so yeah, I, I'm up for playing a game. In my, in my head, it's a great game, but maybe maybe time hasn't done it justice. Maybe it's not as good as I remember. So I'm interested to play it at least. Um, so yeah, that's cool. It's cool that it's coming out for a new system. Um, so yeah, I'm up for that. 
and then also very interested in the the new possible Sonic Rangers game. Um, I'm very yeah. interested to see if that's a big open hub world. I think we're very excited. Um, uh, what what is, actually while we're on the subject, what is your take on some of the other stuff around like the mobile games or Apple Arcade or Amazon Luna? These are. I mean, like for me personally, in terms of uh, content uh, created by Sega, uh, I, I mean, like I think some of the mobile stuff is fun. Uh, I I feel like I put an ungodly amount of money into uh, Sonic or Sega Heroes when that mm-hmm. was still around. I, d- I don't know why, but I guess just the, the, the sight of seeing all these Sega characters and you level them up and, and all that stuff and... Um, and then it's like, you know, it was like Tetris or, or um, what the hell is the other one called? I guess it's like Bejeweled in a sense. I mean, I, I, it was fun. Um, I did play Sonic Dash before for a little bit. You know, it's like a ongoing runner game. But mm. it's those aren't really the things that, you know, kind of draw me in. Just because, you know, the games that, that I grew up playing were the ones that you see on, on home consoles. Um but I think that it's a smart business decision, and in terms of exposure, why wouldn't you put your games on on other platforms where more people can uh, have the opportunity to play them? So you know, Amazon Luna probably will never buy it. Google Stadia will never buy it. You know, those kinds of things. But they do exist, and there is an audience for it. So why not? Is my answer. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad decision. Uh, I think it's a good decision for exposure's sake. Yeah, that's fair um, enough. Yeah. 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 Do you I, have a, a hot take on mobile games? I mean, okay, so the, the, it's it's awkward because I've actually been to the offices uh, in the UK where they actually make um, Sonic Dash, and I think they actually do make the Sonic Forces mobile game there, and they're an awesome mm-hmm. team. I think for what it is, the like Sonic Dash and stuff is actually decent. Um, yeah. I'm just not a huge fan of those mobile games at all. I don't see yeah. the long-term appeal. I think they're fun for five minutes, and Which then I'm like, fine. I don't yeah. care. I literally don't care about these. <laughs> um, Amazon Luna. I don't think Amazon Luna is even available in Europe at the moment. Like, I think it's just US only still at the moment. Um, so, literally, don't care about that. That's fine. Um, Apple Arcade. <laughs> I've got. I know a lot of people who are really into Apple. Like, they love Apple. They've got you know Macs and um, iPhones and everything. None of them have Apple Arcade. Like some of them have Apple TV and shit. They don't play on Apple Arcade. They so don't. is that a separate device? Is that a subscription service that is in your Apple TV? How does that work? Do you um, know? I'm actually not sure how it works exactly, but I've mentioned it to them. I've asked them about it, and they've all been like, "What the hell's someone that? in the chat? Let us know." <laughs> yeah, someone in the chat tell us what, what is Apple Arcade. But my, my understanding is, it's uh, my understanding. Yeah, it's a subscription thing that you can do on your phone and you know, iPad and everything. So yeah, it's not actually a separate device or anything. I thought you could do it on Apple TV as well, but I could be wrong with that. like PlayStation Now? Uh, Oh yeah, you can do it on Apple TV. Yeah, it's on iPhone, iPad, Um, Mac, Apple TV. Yes, thank you. Subscription service, Red Red Jaguar. So I have a lot of... I have a lot of friends who are hugely into Apple and none of them have played it. Most of them don't even know what it is. So I'm like, oh wow, like is this service actually like that popular i don't know i assume it is because apple well apple is a big company but yeah even I'm sure it reaches a, a wide breadth of people for sure so yeah. like if you have the ability to play because i remember when i was working at best buy they had sonic the hedgehog one on their apple tv why not you just put it on luna you know put it on 
Team Sonic Racing, put it on, you know, your your uh, advertisement just at McDonald's, you know, just put them everywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Order it on your touch screen and play Sonic the Hedgehog while you're waiting for your Big Mac or whatever. <laughs> but, okay, you know, here, here's, a, sure is fine. here's a question. I do understand the, the idea of putting as many platforms as you can, as long as it doesn't cost too much to do so. Great sure. idea. But right. Apple Arcade is Sonic Racing, which is only available on Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. Is it what not you Team Sonic Racing? It's, that's the it's one on a, Apple Arcade is just thing. called Sonic Racing. It's a different game. Um, I think it's not quite as advanced as Team Sonic Racing because I know Team Sonic Racing didn't do very well or anything, but it, there's the the tracks and stuff are quite impressive. Like I think the actual tracks and the general gameplay is really solid in Team Sonic Racing. Just the team aspect is bullshit. Um, like mm-hmm. the AI doesn't work properly for the team aspect for one thing. Like I've had my team knock me off the track when I was winning. Like, it's like, okay, this is clearly not a team game. You're on my team. What the hell? Uh, but, but generally, the actual racing is solid and stuff. But yeah, the Sonic Racing on Apple Arcade is a different game. Um, gotcha. So that's almost the flip. That's a game that's only available on one service and from, by all accounts, it's not the most popular platform. I mean, you know, it's, well, that's, that's a fact. It's not the most popular platform, you know, right. <laughs> out there. So. Why would Sega do that in that respect? I mean, they, um, they must have some kind of numbers to, to show, like they they have enough of an exposure where where it's worth mm-hmm. it for them to put it on that platform. I would think. I don't think they're just shooting in the dark, like you know what? Let's put it on. I don't know, uh, Amazon Luna. <laughs> I feel yeah. like they must have some kind of data to back that up. Uh, let's hope so. Maybe, maybe Apple has helped pay for it or something. I don't know. Or um, which it's. So it's it's, it's inspired. I just actually had to quickly Google it. It's actually inspired by Team Sonic Racing, but my understanding is it's removed all the team aspects. Um, I've not actually right. uh, uh, played. Uh, oh, actually, no, it does have a. Sorry, I'm actually just looking at it. It does actually have a team aspect to it, but it's not the same game. It's just inspired by it. Um, but yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, I've not played it. I don't have Apple Arcade. Uh, so yeah, there we go. But. It's a different game, though. Technically, it's a different game, um, and it sort of showed you there. Like they're 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 getting these sort of classic pack, as it were, which, from my understanding, Team Sonic Racing is not getting. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and, uh, what do you think of? We don't really know much about it, but what are you thinking of Sonic Prime? Well, I mean, I I, I do. I, I'm interested in it just in the sense because it. I mean, it, it's a different team of writers. It's a, it's a, it's a different world. They're saying it's something that they it has never been done before in a show from that series. So, I mean, I think that's interesting. So again, we'll we'll just see. Like, I, I can't have too many opinions on something that I just see a logo for. You know what sure. I mean? So, um, but but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the fans, uh, I guess we can just go over some of their reactions um, from the stream. We'll we'll, we'll just kind of touch them briefly, and then oh, yeah. anyone on Twitch who uh, is with us right now, if you want to voice your own opinions on what you think of uh, the Sonic Central stri- stream, please do, and we'll discuss it. Um, we had uh, a handful of some uh, comments from our, our Discord, uh, which you can also join, by the way, guys. Uh, Nick Schaefer says he thought it was a good Sonic Direct, and there were some funny crossovers and some good ports announced. Um, he believes they should have mentioned the best features uh, of the ports, like new modes and graphics, and, um, and not on retailer websites because they didn't give the, you know, the, the whole shebang on their trailer. 
because um, people were getting upset at no new features. Um, mm. And then you said, with all the adventure stuff, Sonic social media has been doing the last two years. Expect a remaster, remake, or Sonic Adventure three, or even just straight up ports to the Switch. Um, that was the one thing he felt was a sure thing, but he did. It okay. didn't happen, so he was disappointed. Um, and uh, Mr. Haru did not like the uh, stream at all. Uh, uh, he thought the inclusion of Origins Collection was neat, um, but he's not really a fan, I, I guess, of how Sega has handled Sonic for a while. Um, so they've been a fan since 1991, and I guess they just don't like the direction that Sega has taken Sonic, which is, I mean, understandable. You know, it's a big fan base. Not everyone's going to like um, the direction of, of Sonic in, in the franchise. For 30 years, you know what I mean? Um, Should should I just take a quick snippet of what he says here, where he says, um, um, uh, Sega gave us Sonic Mania. We showed them where the money and reviews were at. And what do we get for it? A DLC that's added later, an animated short series, a holiday episode, but no sequel. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's that's kind of sums up exactly what he was said uh like the kind of what you were saying there that he's just not happy with where they're taking it uh which is an interesting point because it's fair to say sonic radio is the best received and one of the better selling uh, if i'm it right was. yeah but best reviewed and, and one of the one of the better selling games for yeah. sure so it it's interesting Unless but again, team- like I feel like we're jumping the gun because we don't know what what Sonic Rangers or whatever that game is going to be, and mm. I mean it, that is their main title that they're waiting to you know show more information of, and maybe they'll show more at E three. Um, also, just a quick aside: Sayla Corelia said, Def expect, "Definitely expected more, uh, but they're excited for the new IP, the Two Point Hospital stuff, and Sonic Prime, and they want that Knuckles chain more and more." As you think about it, <laughs> you're right. I'll just grab, you know, the shadow or the tails one, and then we can match on Instagram. Nice. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think, uh, Graham? Uh, do you have any reaction to the reactions from our um, readers? Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you agree with anything Mr. Haru said? Any, any I do, I do understand what he's saying about the whole Sonic Mania thing. We we you raced a game, the public received it really well, reviewers received it really well why are you not following up that with that on that success with another game that's in that sort of same vein, that same field. Um, yeah, it's uh, that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting take on it. Um, but I, I like the idea that they're sort of revisiting some of their old stuff, you know, with Sonic colors, I would have really liked. So the thing with the Sonic origins, I kind of get what they're, they're doing with that. They're saying, this is where Sonic came from. This is, these are the original games. I would love it if they had more to it than that. I wish they would have, like, for example, how cool would it be if it wasn't just the same four Sonic games, same four or five Sonic games we've had repeated on different systems? You know, Sonic 1, 2, 3, Knuckles, and CD. They've all been re-released. Sonic 1 and 2 have been released like a million times. Have those, but also have, like, the Game Gear games. You've got Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic Chaos, um, for the other ones, Sonic Triple Trouble. Um, you've got Tales of Adventure. They've... Um, or Sky Patrol, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, you've also got the Sonic uh, Drift games as well on the Game Gear, and also on the Mars system, some of those were, were on as well. But also then you've got Knuckles Chaotix on the 32X, which has never been released mm-hmm. on anything else. 
shit like that. Oh, and Sonic 3D, as I mentioned before, Sonic 3D Blast. Um, what about Sonic the Fighters? But there's like a like like not included in like a game in a game like well, Yakuza. They did have that on Judgment. PSN and Xbox Live Arcade on the Xbox 360 and PS3. But but again, would be cool to see on more things. Um, mm-hmm. Especially now that PSN has basically shut its doors or you know, the surface has kind of gone down. Sonic uh, R, what, what has that been on? Oh yeah, Sonic R's only been, well, Sonic R's been on P, uh, Sega Saturn and PC. They released the version of PC. I played it PC. on PC. I had the yeah, disc on Years there. ago. <laughs> yeah, so it's not available on modern PCs in a way, if, unless you get the discs running, but sometimes you need extra software to do that with some of these old PC games. Um, but yeah, some of those games, which no one's really got to play, I mean, yes, have the have the famous ones there, but have other shit. Even if they were unlockable games, you know, play through all of Sonic 1 and then unlock the whole Game Gear selection. I don't know. Or get to a certain level in Sonic 1. You've now unlocked I guess they Sonic tried to the save themselves with the name by calling it Sonic Origins. So, like, the Origins means, you know, like, first four games and not everything else that happened, you know, between 1995 and, you know, 2001. <laughs> so they probably were like, well... There well, you go. I mean, technically, most of those Game Gear games came out way before Sonic 3 and also Sonic CD, you know? Well, technically, I those are know. more original than or the origin story of Sonic. Um, and the Game Gear games are actually they'll reveal good more. games as well. Like Sonic... The Game Gear? The Game Gear. I love the Sonic Game Gear games. They are... They they blew my mind as a kick. I, I used to love... I was going to get a Game Boy as a child because of Mario Land. Mario Land sold me on, like, the Game Boy. I was like... This is amazing. These are these are real video games, like not little basic crappy video games. It's a real video mm-hmm. game. Platform game, Mario, fantastic. Then I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 on the Game Gear. I was like, hold the phone. What is going on here? Beautiful graphics, you know, really fast gameplay. Um, you know, color. Is in color in the handheld? Say what? Uh, <laughs> and that just... Oh, that Iron Chef of- said Sonic R was on GameCube, I'm assuming. GC oh, GameCube. Wait, was it? Uh, oh, I was gonna. Oh. I was gonna say the. Uh, I was gonna bring up Red Jaguar. Just mentioned it, but the Neo Geo Pocket Sonic Adventure. Did you play that? When it I came out? briefly played it. Although I would disagree with Red Jaguar, he just said he said Sonic the game gets Sonics are mediocre. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. Um, Starting a fight. <laughs> yes, let's, let's go, Red Jaguar. I think I feel like Red Jaguar and I disagree on a lot of stuff. We we found out on the stream. Last that just night. keeps things interesting. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, yeah, it's on GameCube MPS2, apparently. Um, there for... you go. Yeah, it was in the Gems collection. I got that somewhere. Where is my Sonic Gems collection? So I'm just looking at my shelf. Um, wait, one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> keep, keep, keep chatting to the public. <laughs> All right, well, Red Jaguar is throwing down their gauntlet, and he's telling you to bring it. So go bring your gauntlet while you look for the Sonic Gems collection. Um, I just spilled Coke all over the floor. That's not good. Oh, that's expensive. Oh, you mean Coca-Cola. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I think the other thing uh, I wanted to bring up was the Sonic Mania thing. I mean, uh, Mr. Haru talked about, you know, we, we like Sonic Mania. I think uh, <laughs> Red Jaguar says, if you drop Coke, I win by default. Well, there you go. Um, I think because you- it was headed uh with uh, sonic mania was headed by the fan community right so i feel like maybe they would still want sonic team to be in charge of you know the the mainline franchises so um I f- maybe it's a pride thing i don't i don't know but i feel like they're they just want sonic team to to make it i mean it's they're the homegrown sega studio so 
Sonic Team might be having a different vision than what uh, this, the, this, the Sonic community has in mind. And they, they allowed Sonic Mania to happen. You know, it was uh, under the guidance of Izuka, I believe. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. So my understanding is, yeah, Sonic Team did have involvement in it. But yeah, you're right. It was um, Christian Whitehead and I forgot the other person's name now. But yeah, it was like um, sort of a fan influence on the fans. They, they sort of helped make the game and stuff. So you're right there, but I don't know. Because I feel uh, like there's there's always this ongoing issue in, in the history of Sega, I'd say, is is an issue of pride and, and the separation... Um, the division between like Sega of America and Sega of Japan, and there's always been this kind of cultural rift. Um, cause I know, you know, like even Tom Kalinske was, was talking about, you know, during the, the heyday of, of Sega of America, where they would always be kind of butting heads and trying to, you know, uh, get, get approval for things, you know, even right before the Saturn launch and, and all that kind of stuff, you know? So I feel like it's an ongoing thing. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, Iron Chef said, you don't want Yuji Naka's enormous ego to get any bigger if he stayed. Um, because Red Jaguar said, Sonic Team is not the same without Yuji Naka. Uh, well, Yuji Naka did release Balan Wonderworld, so uh, I, I don't know um, if, if it matters if he's a part of Sonic Team or not, uh, personally. Um, but yeah. So okay. did you did you find it? Did you find? Your... I found some. I found Sonic Mega Collection, which is not the same thing. I'm sure I've got Sonic Gems Collection as well somewhere. Uh, it's in the ballpark. That's really right? annoying. <laughs> I mean, this this does not feature that game, from what I can tell. Um, but yeah, because Sonic Sonic Gems Collection um, uh, features Sonic CD, Sonic the Fighters, and Sonic R. Um, it's, the, it's the PC port of Sonic R, which is interesting. Um, but Man, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So, but yeah, so there's still Sonic R's only been released on old platforms, basically. It's not been re released at all. I mean, granted, Sonic R, the controls and stuff, it's not the best. Um, if you yeah. talk to Scotty about it, he played it recently and he was like, this is not, he likes, the, I think he likes the game. Basically, that he power will walking. Play it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he says it's a terrible game, but he will still play it and stuff. And I think, I think it's a fun game, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not include it just for shits? Like, like just treat it as like a historical piece and not necessarily, you know, something that, you know, it's something you can just enjoy, you know, for a bit. Yeah. Include it because it, it existed, and that's all. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, why did they release this? Well, it yeah. came out in 1990, what, four, five, something like that? Uh, it came out, I can tell you. I'm on a, well, I'm on the Sonic fandom wiki, wiki Was page. it 97? It was 1997 on the Sonic Saturn. Um, okay, Sonic man. R and the Spice Girls at the same time. It came out in Europe before it did America and Japan. That's in, that's unusual for a Sonic game. It is um, normally number one. Yeah, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the point we're trying to make there is it would have been cool to see some of these other Sonic games that have not really been released on many modern consoles at all. Um, right, even if it didn't age well. Yeah, as you, as you say, in some way, in some ways, it's good to have that sort of look back, like. Like have, have have the main Sonic games in there still, absolutely, but have these you can have these as unlockable sort of side things, maybe. Um you know. It's but I mean the Game Gear ones especially, they don't take up much space. And I think they are actually worth playing. I know in was it Sonic Adventure DX on the GameCube, 
they did have the Game Gear games unlockable, but I think it's only on the GameCube version because the PC, well, the PC version, they definitely didn't have them unlockable. Um, so, and also, yeah, the Xbox 360 version didn't have it unlockable either. So, okay. Um, One thing I did want to direct us back at is that logo that uh, pops up at the end of the trailer of that Sonic 22 game, 2022 game. And also the thing I mentioned to you about with the Sonic 06 comparison. Yes. yes. Should we get onto that quickly? Okay. That's uh, I actually got it lined up. Let's uh, okay. So Marcin, do you want to mention before we we play this? Do you want to mention what we're about to see? Sure. I mean, I'm sure our, our rabid base uh, on Twitch probably already knows. um, But there was this tech demo in 2005, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and the intro is eerily similar to the teaser of Sonic Rangers or, you know, Sonic TBD. Um, Sh- okay, should sh- we, sh- we look at the okay. Sonic Rangers one first, actually? Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, no, also, people, what the hell do you web- think that logo or symbol is at okay. the end? Is, does it mean anything? Do you think it just turns into an English word? So this is the Sonic Rangers one we watched the other day. Okay, okay. This is the modern one. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Yeah, like someone's uh, Twitter, it might have been Xbox, but, but they basically took that logo and they just put Sonic 06, like they <laughs> Microsoft painted over it. That's funny. Uh, oh, where's my cursor gone? Uh, right, okay. So, and this, sorry, this is the 2005 E3 Sonic, 2000, Sonic 2006 demo, basically, that's played yeah. E3. Right, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that, I feel like that's pretty close. got the same vibe for sure. Just turn the music down a bit as well now. <laughs> it's actually a lot longer, but... Yeah. That's a good gist. I think it's you oh. keep playing it, but... But, yeah, so do you I, think... Do you I see the similarities? Point. Yeah, I definitely uh, see... I think just, yeah, just that opening bit with him running through the forest. Absolutely. Um, I guess... The more you see of it, a bit. Oh, there's a bit more forest running here. Uh, oh, there you go. I mean, I guess it could also just be our monkey brains finding patterns where there might not necessarily be, but it is a Sonic game, and <laughs> the Sonic game looks similar <laughs> to that Sonic game. Yeah. So I say there, there's some similarities. So maybe they're just remaking this uh, tech demo. Uh, <laughs> maybe they're remaking Sonic 2006. There we go. Yeah. Maybe. You heard it here first. They are legit. Happening. They're just calling it Sonic 2022. <laughs> Yeah. Or they're calling it 0622. <laughs> oh my god, they just shot Sonic. What oh. the And then, then the princess is gonna Oh okay. I thought a princess is gonna kiss him and then Oh, he's, oh no. <laughs> like sleeping he's gone super cyan. <laughs> uh oh. 
I mean, Super Saiyan, he's not blue, Super Saiyan. So, Super Saiyan, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't pronounce words. That's okay. Uh, there you go. I have oh, many brain farts. Another thing coming up next. So, yeah, that's, uh, so yeah, okay. I, cause you, Martin literally mentioned this to me right just before the start of the show about how the 2000, uh, Sonic 2006, had a de- tech demo done at E3, which looked very similar to him. It really reminded, uh, so the new teaser reminded him of that. So yeah, watching it, like him running through the forest is actually really reminiscent. I think maybe, maybe their idea for Sonic 2006 was going to be what they're doing with Sonic Rangers, but they couldn't do it because of tech limitations at the time. I'm just making things up now. I have no idea, but that, that could be a thing. Who knows? Uh, I mean, the intro reminded me of like Sonic Adventure one because perfect chaos and you had the lost ruins and, you know, mm. it was very, um, uh, Indiana Jones ish. I don't know with, with like the, the logo, the color, it looks like the, the, you know, perfect chaos's skin or your jelly or whatever you want to call it <laughs> um so i don't know that's that's the vibe i got initially but you know apparently it's called sonic rangers um that well so as we I as we know. said that could change that could just be the internal name we that's we true we they, they, they're certain. basically saying fuck it we'll do it live and they're going to change it to sonic adventure because <laughs> it leaked ahead of time that would be, be quite funny if they do change it to sonic adventure because it leaks you know, <laughs> but it's weird okay Let's, let's, let's touch on the name. If it is going to be called Sonic Rangers, what do you think that implies? Because normally, the, the games, that, the name after the games, um, the names in the title of the Sonic games normally relate to something within the game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, It'll be like uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. They'll all have guns <laughs> and cowboy hats. <laughs> so Iron Chef mentions about uh, the six, like they're looking like a six or something. I, I know you're having fun with it, a bit of uh, Iron Chef, but I'm wondering, is there something to it? it looks... I, I guess know. he is running a six, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Okay, but then what's the other thing right next to it? What the hell is that? If, one, if that part looks like a six, so what does the left part look like? Sonic 666, yep. <laughs> it's it a summoning circle, like... actually. Honestly, I'm going to bring up my screen. I've just got it. Froze. Oh, whoops! There we go. There we go. Got it. That's that's the logo at the end. Um, what are we thinking here? It kind of does look like a six. I don't know. It could be. I don't any, know. It, it, it I, I, I still get like Sonic Adventure, uh, to call, uh, you know, Lost World uh, vibes. Just that, that's hmm. the thing I'm I'm getting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. But maybe they're going to do what they did with Sonic the Hedgehog in 06 by just calling this Sonic Adventure. Maybe. Self-titled, you know, remake, reboot, or whatever. They actually do a good job with it. That'd be nice. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the hub world is going to be like a massive safari park almost. And maybe. Sonic characters are rangers within it. There we go. That's one thing. Hey, I mean, like I, that might not even be far off. It's in a forest, you know. Rangers. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that entails. Are you hurting Chow? You know, like I don't know <laughs> what the hell you. Is it doing? just? Is it just the Chow Garden? But on an epic you're level? just poaching them. Yeah, it's Chow World. That's what this is. <laughs> oh yeah, my it's god, the Chow Simulator. Because <laughs> they're also that color. They're also that color. It's a Chow Simulator. If if you tilt it, it looks like a handicap sign. I, I kind of actually, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I can sort of sure. see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, Sonic is not going to go in a wheelchair and just start spinning around. You know, that's not that's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I honestly don't know. But but I I do think it it might be in the same vein as Sonic Adventure, just because I feel like they've heard it for so many years. They might as well just pull the trigger on one of their titles. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, everyone's like, "Let's well, shut 3, you up. Let's just do it." Um, yeah. Yeah, and the other thing, as Iron Chef pointed out, does look a bit like a question mark. But it's kind of like a question, I don't know. It's like, you look this way, it's a question mark, and then you have to look that way, and it's a six on the other one. I don't know. I, th- I think maybe we're looking too much into it, because this could be... <laughs> we're, we're basically queuing honors right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> E3, well, E3 is right around the corner, so... Mm-hmm. I would like to think that they will save some of their announcements for that day or, or those series of days, which is uh, June 12th through the 15th. So, I mean, I guess we'll just wait and see. That's literally in like uh, two weeks. Uh, oh, my God, that's today, soon. Actually. Wow. Gosh. Oh, yeah. One of our writers uh, is actually doing a preview piece, and we are looking for people's... Um, own uh predict uh predictions mm. uh so if you have any please definitely share them in the chat and then i will send it back to him and he'll include it in his piece but um i guess just briefly because we can probably end it here uh, fairly soon but i guess in terms of e3 and maybe more specifically sega or sonic related uh stuff what do you what do you think you'll see at e3 2021 well there's been a whole thing around how sega's now possibly looking at um you know bringing back some dormant ips as we as we discussed last week which they did one kind of with virtual fighter uh five ultimate showdown so i mean this happens all the time this happens every year like if they did an, they, they, I think they did they mention Skies of Arcadia in their their press in their briefing thing. I can't remember now, but like they they they've shared like art pieces and things like that with yeah. Skies of Arcadia. And then in that when we were talking about dormant IPs, was that a week ago? Maybe it was two. I don't remember. That was but last it was, week. No, it was, it was last week. week. Yeah. yeah, they it was in there. Uh, so in the, I, I don't know if it was in that chart, but it was in the graphic. Well, it had all of them <laughs> on there, but. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia. I think that'd be neat to see. Uh, Panzer Dragoon again. Like you've been playing that every Friday, but yeah. And I mentioned this last week, but I do want to see um, just a complete uh, ground-up remake uh, of the game. That'd be good to see. And then, yeah, on, on the Sonic front, I just hope they maybe elaborate more on this uh, this game because I mean, you already have the title. Pit- apparently leaked, so you might as well just you know announce it at E3. <laughs> um, I, maybe that was the plan all along, and they were just you know teasing it out until yeah, two weeks later. I mean, yeah, it's it's I don't know. I, I'm I'm expecting possibly some sort of either remake or reboot of a classic franchise, um, but. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, I, I think I think there definitely will be more Sonic announcements. There must be because E3, you know, Sonic Central, really good platform that they're sort of using here to like, you know, do a live stream about this stuff. And but the teaser, I think they do need to announce a bit more. Maybe E3 or something, reveal some more stuff. And Sonic's but, birthday is the twenty third of June, so I mean, it's right around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's a bright well, opportunity, but- really, and. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to, to think of, really, at the moment, to be honest. Um, 
I think we did enough speculating, you know. I feel like yeah. we, we got enough out of it, so I guess we'll just see at E3. But. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, as, as Iron Chef talks about, like Panzer, the Panzer games, Panzer Dragoon games, um, yeah, it was very viable that we might see more of that. Um, whether we see Panzer Dragoon Saga, like, remade, which is be my dream, because my favorite game of all time. I love it. I'm playing it at the moment every Friday. Still loving it. If having that remade would be amazing, but maybe they might look at doing another Panzer Dragoon game, like a new game, like um, uh, continuing the franchise as well. The Panzer Dragoon, what would that be? Five, technically? I don't know what they call I it. I doubt they were going to just number it. I, f- I feel like they would just completely just, just call it, you know, self titled. Well, uh, whatever. Pan- Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, saga because <laughs> they already they remade they 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 outsourced panzer dragoon uh to i forgot what the name of the developers were but you can't mm-hmm. you can't self-title it since you already have these remakes of the first two yeah. games with yeah. the original titles so i've forgotten who that wouldn't be the best marketing idea uh who remade it i've actually forgotten who remade it uh damn it Panzer dragoon remake I was going to say CD Projekt Red, but that's not true. Forever Entertainment, that's who it was. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I'd actually forgotten. Were they did. also Polish? I mean, they might be. I don't know. I can't because really I'm Polish, not that. because I'm just asking for some weird reason. <laughs> Forever Entertainment. Like, that's a weird question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poland. Yep, there oh, you go. okay. I was about to say, I, I feel like Poland's not very well known for its development studios, but there you go. We've got one. CD Projekt Red is is Poland based. That's that's Cyberpunk and Witcher. <laughs> I, I so that, that's a big Wait, thing. Are they? I thought they yeah. were. Oh, a hundred percent. The CEO's name is Marcin. That's my name. I have no idea why, but for some reason, I gen- this is really bad. I genuinely thought they were like from Finland or Swin- Sweden or someplace like that, like <laughs> one of the sort of more Norwegian uh, kind of countries. Like, um, um, no, okay, there we go. Polish. I knew they were European. I didn't know where in Europe. Um, I didn't know how many developers were in, in, I guess, at least Warsaw and Krakow until the yeah. past two years. So maybe that's nice. where I should look because I also speak Polish, but I'm based out of the United States. So you need someone like me. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, you could become a freaking localizer or translator or something. It'd be perfect. Do it. Know. Do it. Do it now. I'll, I'll keep back. everyone posted in the next show. See what happens. <laughs> I'll do my research and then get back to everyone. Oh man! Um, oh, do you know what? Okay, let's. Should we start to? Should we start to wrap up the show? Actually, but there was there was one other thing. I was we'll wrap up, but you have one thing you can bring up. Sure. Yeah, actually, if you can talk for a moment, I need to find a link for it. I can drop it in the chat for everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, what what are you bringing up? Maybe I can kind of expand upon it. Well, okay, so what's, it's what's the topic. Uh, the, Radio Sega Sega Lounge quiz. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Uh, Um, Let me just read this quickly. Uh, Red Jaguar says, I wish Sega would handle the Panzer Dragoon series internally, but I'm guessing sales are poor or relatively poor. Uh, They also say, don't spill Coke again. Um, (laughs) Thanks. Did you spill the whole can or just like half of it? I spilled about half of it, and I luckily had a t-shirt that was on my floor in here which i just used to muffin up with i'd rather have my t-shirt stained than my carpet at the moment because yeah they're in the laundry you'll be okay <laughs> yeah be fine yeah um, gotta get gotta get on that coat quickly you know you gotta, gotta <laughs> soak that stuff up 
so you're gonna bring up your Sega Lounge thing that you yeah, did with you, Dreamcast Junkyard or yeah, Dreamcast Junkyard, uh the Shenmue Dojo. Uh ooh, who else was on there? Um so yeah, we had so yeah, just so everyone know, so I completely forgot to mention this in my opening thing about the week. So the other night, um, I was invited by um, Casey from Radio Sega or the Sega Lounge um, to join a Sega theme quiz, um, which we pre-recorded and it actually came out last week. Um, with a team-based game. So I teamed up with uh, the, the the guys from Shenmue Dojo, which is really cool. I've never actually spoken to them before properly, so it was really good to meet those guys. And who was on that? Who, who from the dojo was on there? Um, do you know you what? Um, I've kind of forgotten their names, which is really bad, even though I actually wrote them down. So, oh, no, I don't know. I've, I don't know where I've put them Was down. it Peter Campbell? No, it wasn't Peter. Oh, God, I forgot. I'm really Andy sorry, guys. Steve. Uh, uh, oh no, this is not good. Uh, I thought there's a. Uh, oh wait, hold on a second. You're all from the UK. It's um, so Matt and James. I remember James and yeah, Matt. Um, so I had Matt and James from the Shemi Dojo who are my team. Ryan. Um, I don't know his last name. Oh. Matt says so Matt Oliver and James, but who goes by Skill Jim, I believe, online. Oh, um, okay, okay. Uh, and then on the, uh, so we, we were called Mega Dojo. So Mega Visions and Shemu Dojo forming together. I was pretty good. Semi pushed into being the team leader. But it was kind of like one of those <laughs> things like, would you like to be team leader? And I was like, oh, yeah, go on then. Um, and then the other team was, uh, Dreamcast Junkyard. Um, uh, two, two, two of the guys from Dreamcast Junkyard and the guy who goes by the name of Sega Holic. Um, who does he has a podcast i've actually forgotten the name of the podcast which is bad um sorry i'm forgetting oh uh was it mass gaming oh dear I've... no it wasn't mass gaming sorry uh what's the sega holic do ah the sega guys yes he's a co-host of the sega guys retro pod uh guy another guy called james but who goes by the name sega holic and then it was lewis and mark from uh dreamcast junkyard um and they were the junkyard guys um again combining the names but yeah we had a really fun uh quiz all about sega stuff uh it's really good it's actually to celebrate the the sega lounge's uh seventh anniversary um so yeah sega lounge is a show on radio sega if you don't know about it it's really cool um uh casey the host is really good really he's a lot of fun and uh yeah, so check it out. I'm actually trying to find the link because you can now is is they aired it live the other day, but there's a link somewhere that we can actually um, listen to it. Uh, so I'm going to try and grab that. So Marcin, while I'm doing that, yes. check out other things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, well, well, in terms of like the the actual questions that they asked you on there, do you remember? Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they had some Shenmue related questions cause they had the Shenmue dojo mm-hmm. on there. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, yeah. See, yeah, I would, I would have totally jumped on that cause I, I would know almost all, uh, of the interesting bits of, of, uh, trivia. Uh, I remember when I was at, uh, was it Magfest? Yeah, it was Magfest. It was the same year where, um, they actually did the Sonic Adventure concert, so they had, um, I think, half of Crush 40 there, and they, they played 
a bunch of uh, songs. I think there was Emerald Hill. Uh, and the, ooh, Jesus, the Twilight stage or whatever, Twinkle Park, maybe? That's oh, what yeah. it was called. Or, and the Windy, oh my God, I forgot the name, but it was a Sonic Adventure Levels. Okay. And and some people from the Shenmue Dojo were basically asking me some like questions, um, but it was like it was like super niche. It was like, uh, like how many? Uh, what what is like the the magazine rack or something like at the Abe store like in Shenmue One? I'm like I don't know. Like <laughs> like I know, I know the story, I know the characters and all that stuff, but I'm not gonna know like how many magazines are on a rack in in like this one particular shop. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I have I have no idea, but I'm I'm assuming they didn't have those kind of questions. So it wasn't uh, no, it wasn't that specific. Most of it was, it was there's a lot of stuff that was music based. Um, there was some other just general knowledge stuff. So there's a couple of rounds which we had to listen to um, clips from various Sega video games, which some of them were very easy, some of them were very hard. And there's one point in the in it where it was a game that I used to play as a child. And I absolutely love so much. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, like, like, <laughs> to the point where I was like, what was that noise? Sort of thing. It was like, oh, it was like a game that I absolutely love. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out. I just dropped the link in the, in the Twitch chat there. So it's the, the Sega lounge.com forward slash, um, one five four dash T S L seven T H. Um, yeah, we'll put that. Did you we'll mention if you want or not, or are you going to? I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to want. I want people to listen to it. So, oh, see, I don't um, even know. So I have to go click on the damn. Link. Gonna have to go listen to <laughs> bloody show. Oh my god, what a what a hard, uh, hard. It's a fun show. It goes on. It's actually quite a long. How long does it go? I think. Okay. So it's about an hour and a half to two hours, maybe. But I think it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of banter going on between the rounds. Um, Casey's a really fun host for like those quizzes and stuff um he really makes you doubt yourself like even though you know the answer he's like oh really you think this do you like it's like no, oh, i don't I know like, like what color is sonic you're like blue and you're like, oh you think a hedgehog sure? would be blue like <laughs> that doesn't sound right and then you're like maybe he's not blue what Wait, <laughs> i've seen him yellow sometimes i don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that, that's the sort of thing maybe he does he's cyan. great he really gets in your head and he kind of really like all of us at one point were like doubting ourselves to the point there was an answer that i i heard the heard a song i was like i know what game this is for i know exactly what game this is for and then the other team that was giving some different answers i was like oh maybe it's not what i think and then he was like really like what do you think? So, and I was like, I, was, I, I sort of gave, I kind of gave an answer, but didn't commit to it. And he's like, oh, maybe. And I was just like, no, okay. I don't know the answer. Basically, if you could, we could steal, like if, if the other team didn't get a question right, that was given to them, we had the opportunity to steal, but we could discuss about it first. Um, but if we stole and got it wrong, we'd lose points. So it was a risk to steal someone's question, basically. So was, at that point, I was just like, I haven't got the confidence. I can't do it. So yeah, let's not answer this question. And I was how do you right. discuss it while the others don't hear it? Is it like a private chat that oh, you no, have the, on the we, side? We hear it all. We hear it all. That's the thing. Oh, so okay. That kind of adds to the fun, though. That was that was part of the That's thing. That's true. We, we could hear stuff. Um, and there's a few questions that, like at the start, there, the other team were like, "Oh, I'm not sure it could be this." And they're giving they were giving the wrong answers, but they were they'd only discussing at this point. And then at the last second, they changed their mind. And I was like, "God damn it!" I was going to steal that one because I knew the answer. But um, <laughs> It was a fun, it's a really fun quiz. Check it out, everybody. The Sega Lounge.com. Um, 
or go to Radio Sega, you should find it there. But yeah, SegaLounge.com, you'll find some of the latest posts on there. Um, but yeah, um, I think, so should we, should we wrap up this? No, let's wrap up the show. We keep saying we're going to wrap up the show. Let's wrap up the show now. Um, I but, think that's a good place to end. Yeah. yeah for yeah. people who are still looking for more content, check out that Sega Lounge mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, I might listen to it, uh, while I'm taking a nice bath or shower. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I go for a jog, uh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, keep me sweating because the it sounds like the host will stress me out too because they're not giving you a straight up answer um, and they doubt your uh, quiz abilities. So that sounds like fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but where can people find us, by the way? Well, you can find us everywhere. Uh, well, if you're on Twitch and you're just joining us, please subscribe. We do a show almost every single day of the week. Um, Everyone streams Monday through Friday. We have our podcasts on the weekend. Uh, we also have a website where we do news reviews and everything in between on megavisionsmag.com. Uh, we're on our social media accounts on Twitter, Megavisions, Facebook, Megavisions, and Instagram. Same thing. Um, someone suggested a TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> a TikTok earlier. I'm like, I can't. I can't do another platform. I can only do so much right now. But maybe, who knows? Get them nipple tassels um, ready. But that's where you can find it. Uh, yeah, for for <laughs> for the gram and for TikTok. Um, oh, and YouTube as well. Uh, so we, if you never catch our podcasts, uh, or you don't catch them, you could also see them uploaded on YouTube and our website. Um. And yeah, that, that's a lot of plugs. Awesome. Um, and a Patreon. I'm sorry. We also have a Patreon, and we are currently <laughs> working on a redesign of our magazine. It is currently in progress, so stay tuned to that mm-hmm. because you'll be hearing news in the upcoming weeks. Fantastic. There we go. Yeah, and yes. um, there's a it? teaser for you. And the link has just popped up in the chat for our Discord as well. So yeah, we, we, we've got a whole community on Discord. So come along, join us on there, chat about stuff, leave podcast feedback there if you want to. If you hate the show, tell us about it. Although we don't really want to hear that. But yeah, if you love the show, even better. Tell us about that. If you have any questions, leave it there or just want to chat about Sega stuff or gaming stuff in general. You can, we, we've got it all going on in Discord as well. Um, so yeah, brilliant. Thanks everyone for joining us. Let's say the Corridia. Thank you for joining us. Um, they say have a good day slash night guys. Um, it's, oh, it's afternoon for me now. Almost evening. It's evening now. It's also afternoon for me. It's like yeah. the, the rare occasion our times line up. Sort of, so yeah. It's now six nice, thirty p.m. <laughs> but no, that's <laughs> well. Perfect. The sun's still out. Yeah, the sun is. Yeah. Oh, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's a blue sky. Amazing. I think we both should get up and go for a walk. Um, I've already did that this morning, so no, thank you. <laughs> but with that, um, there is someone actually playing Sonic Colors right now. So we're going to go and raid them. I don't know who they are. They're Doctor Scrubbington. Uh, they're doing a casual run of Sonic Colors. So if you've never played Sonic Colors before, you're interested in Sonic Colors Ultimate check these folks out so we will raid them in a few seconds but uh for now thanks everyone for watching thanks for listening and we'll catch you later be excellent to each other honey i gotta tell you about this sandwich